Romeo. What, what, what's new? Ew. What are you doing? What are you, what are you doing, Hefe? Ah, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome to the Hideout Thursday night in the Hideout. World Radio 104.1. Hefe and Dubs with you. Here in the Hideout, you have the opportunity to be somebody. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Oh, there's so much to get to tonight. Yeah. In fact, if you were looking on Real TV on RealRadio.fm, you probably saw us running around like maniacs because there's kind of breaking news. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we're going to try to get together for you. Well, we, we talked about this yesterday. Well, we'll tell more in a second. Let's uh, let's go through the rigmarole real fast. There's not a whole lot to go through today. No, please. Uh, rigmarole? Yeah. Tommy Bateman not here. He is out at the Orlando Predators Dance Team Finals. I, I hope to uh, hear from him soon. Mm-hmm. That would be nice to hear from Tommy Bats at some point as he's uh, judging for the uh, the dance team, the finals for the Orlando Predators. That's going on at Hummer of Orlando, 434 Maitland Ave. So go check that out. they got free food, uh, free food from Boston Market, beverages as well, and uh, some Orlando Predators players are going to be out there too. You know, I haven't had Boston Market in a while. It's I love it. I love it. Yeah, yeah. I haven't done it in a long, long time, though. I need to get back there. Uh, Chunks Corolla, then, is uh, handling the talk and, rock control, uh, talk and roll controls, and he looks so confused already. Mm-hmm. Just really out of his element. So prepare yourself tonight for Rammstein. Yeah, a lot of Rom- uh, Even though it is the old school bumper jam, uh, yeah. old school jam bumper music uh, on this Thursday night in the hideout. Uh, Hideoutheretics.net, realradio.fm, fullblownades.com. All right, let me calm down for a second. Mm-hmm. For two moments. Um, I'm very excited. Uh, I guess uh, Dustin Diamond Screech, as you know, will be calling in uh, toward the end of the night. Uh, I'll tell you about the Transformers contest, the Nazi coach, um, intern email message theater. That's more with the gay Craigslist ads. Uh, oh, I know this. Yeah, we're going to talk about that, too. But there's still more, C-Lane. And, uh, there's a whole lot going on here in this Thursday night in the hideout. All right, here's the breaking news. All right. That we want to share with you that kind of leads into why we're so flustered about. Um, and I'm sure you've probably heard of this a little bit, but the online messages in that whole thing with Representative Foley, mm-hmm. prank gone awry. <laughs> I don't believe it. According to two people close to former congressional page, Jordan Edmond, the now famous and lurid AOL instant message exchange that led to the resignation of Mark Foley was part of an online prank that by mistake got into the hands of enemy political operatives. According to one Oklahoma source who knows the former page very well, Edmund, a conservative Republican, goaded an unwilling Foley to type embarrassing comments that were shared with a small group of young Hill politicos. The prank went awry when the saved IM sessions got into the hands of political uh, operatives favorable to Democrats. This is according to the Drudge Report. The primary source and ally in Edmund adamantly proclaims that the former page is not homosexual. The prank scenario was confirmed by the associates. Both are fearful that their political careers will be affected if they are publicly brought into an investigation. What a bunch of bull. Let's see here. The prank scenario only applies to uh, the the Edmund IM sessions, does not necessarily apply to the other exchanges between former uh, congressmen and others. And I guess this guy, Edmund, 
has hired former Timothy McVeigh attorney Stephen Jones. It, it really does not matter if it was a prank or not. Well, here's what it is. It's to catch a predator. No, it's you. It's you and what you do running a bit with all your friends. Yes, and I would love for one of my bits to go this far. That would be perfect. It's what you're doing for these these gay Craigslist ads for Drunky the Bear and the mm-hmm. interns and your cousin by Curious BJ. And, uh, and what's going on with them? Oh, you're such a dirtball. This is you. This page is you. Exactly. It's fun. I'm sure he was having a good laugh, but it doesn't take away from the fact that this uh, this guy was participating in it. I do. I think he's innocent now. <laughs> he was participating in it, and uh, just like those to catch predator people, they weren't chatting with anybody underage, but they thought they were, and they were doing the exact same thing. Uh, Absinthe Coma says, because things worked out so well for Timothy McVeigh, Jordan is sure to be fine with that lawyer. Yeah, you wouldn't think he'd be still practicing law. So anyway, what we are uh, what we are doing is intern instant message theater. Mm-hmm. Let me play the first one of these. I gotta bring it up in here. Chunks, can you bring it up over there? Or is are we completely? He's running around trying to uh, answer these phones that are uh, pouring in, and uh, he's running over to your booth now. Yeah. Let's go to Mr. McNugget. Mr. McNugget, you're in the hideout. Real Radio what a 4.1. Cart deck, just bring it up. I don't know how to do it. Yeah, I just wanted to say that um, why else would he resign if, if it was just a prank? Well, the, the thing is, it was a prank on one guy's side, but uh, the, uh, the actual uh, guy who's in trouble uh, didn't know it was a prank. So he was actually, uh, he thought he was chatting with some young kid, but it was just uh, his friends playing a prank on him. Well, at least it happened. Now you have intern instant message theater. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. I think those are the new ones right there. Did you find them, C-Lane? Those are the ones we did last week. We just cut some of them off because they were too... I'm going to Pensacola to catch a plane? I think we cut that out because... Well, go look and read through. Don't be lazy, a fat bastard. <laughs> we already did it this week. I don't know if I want to do the bit again. Oh, yes, you do. Here's here's the first round. If you didn't ever hear it, of intern instant message theater with these um, with these instant messages, the actual instant messages. Oh, hold on a second. Here we go. It's time once again for another episode of Intern Instant Message Theater. In this episode, you will hear an alleged exchange of text messages between Representative Foley and a young teen page, apparently about how much they miss each other. Enjoy! I miss you. Yeah, me too. We are still voting. Do you miss me too? Okay, I better go vote. Did you know you would have this effect on me? LOL, I guessed. Yeah, go vote. I don't want to keep you from doing our job. Can I have a good kiss goodnight? Kiss. Thus concludes this episode of Intern Instant Message Theater. Yeah, there are three new pages, so I want to go through these three pages and get some more of this Instant Message Theater because it's a lot of fun. Dennis in the 407. What's up, Dennis? Hey, that drudge report doesn't seem to exonerate Foley at all. It just sounds like one page is trying to cover his ass, no pun intended. Yeah, yeah, it does seem oh, like oh, that. Oh, there's no doubt that's what this is. Yeah, pay, uh, the uh, the Foley, he's still in as much trouble as ever. It doesn't matter if it was a real kid behind that uh, behind that uh, uh, keyboard or a fake one. Yeah. He was still participating in this thing, thinking there was some young kid 
he was chatting with. Yeah, this uh, this is absolutely um, not exonerating fully at all. There's a reason, even if it was a bit or whatever. He knew he was guilty, and that's why he backed out, so to speak. <laughs> I want these three pages, boys. Go through them. I need more intern instant message theater. 407-916-1041-888-978-104. Dubs, you got that. And then it's official. John Mark Carr, case dismissed. Yep, I just saw that, too. He looks happy as ever. Have you seen the pictures of him just walking out with a big smile on his face? No, where is that one at? Uh, that was on the uh, ABC News site. On ABC News? Yeah, he was just walking out, just a big smile on his face. Of course. Yeah. He's got a Feels lot like of- a million bucks. He's got a lot to uh, get caught up on. Mm-hmm. A lot has advanced in this Internet age. It is crazy on how much stuff they had. Uh, they thought they had pinned on him. They thought they had the Jean Benet murders, but then they're like, all right, we don't have that. So we at least have the uh, kitty porn charges. Now they don't even have that. So nonetheless, there's a lot going on here in the hideout tonight. We're going to try to get it all, decipher it all, break it down for you. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. It's Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Dubs, you identify with this page at all? This page is doing your exact bit of pretending to be gay to lure in guys just to laugh at them. That's your thing. I'd well, I mean, I'd I, sue I, him. Without, why? Just because he's stealing your bit. Oh. That's I, yours. I thought you meant uh, Foley should sue him. Mm-mm. No, but definitely he, he's uh, ripping me off. Um, but who I think that uh, he's taken it to a new level, and I can appreciate how far he went with this and actually getting a uh, a state representative to participate in this. I look up to the kid, and I bow to him. Oh, fully wanted to. Oh, without a doubt. All right, here's what ABC News says. Uh, if you have a tip about the Foley case, uh-huh. please email us. <laughs> We'd really like to... Um, they want to keep this thing rolling as long as possible. They'll take anybody's word for it right now. So anyway, there it is. <laughs> What's going on back there, Chunks? You know what? All right, I read this wrong. Now I'm pissed. What? There's egg on my face. Ew. I, it said three more pages come out about uh, online... It's uh... X pages! I thought we were going to have more instant message theater. I'm a pedophile. What can I say? What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> that was uh, the wrong button. Three more X pages accused. Damn you, Drudge, for writing it all wrong. That's what he does. It was he lures me- you in. Because he initially had three more pages of uh, instant messages. And then he went back and rewrote it. So what do you think's going to happen now? Where do we go from here? Dubs? What do you mean? Where do we go from here? Death penalty? <laughs> He's not going to get the death penalty. But, uh... Oh, I've heard people talking and calling before. I think we need to kill him. Oh, without a doubt, he's a, he's a creep. I and I wouldn't, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't shed a tear if he did get killed. Mm-hmm. But I, I think that uh, he's probably going to do a good 10 to 15. He's not going to do any time for this. He didn't do anything. What do you mean he didn't he's do anything? He's not getting any jail time. What do you mean he didn't do anything? Well, like, as far as, like, sex and stuff, he's not going to get... Those to catch a predator guys, for the most part, they never get jail time. Really? Yeah, they get fines. And they have to register as a sex offender. Very few of them get jail time. Like, Georgia has the stiffest penalties if you try to, uh, 
like align sex with an mm-hmm. underage person, they end up getting um, you know, th- there. It's a felony, like in Georgia, but not. I don't know about here. What about? Uh, I'm think- sure they can they can get him on more stuff. Being he was in uh, the uh, state officials' office doing this kind of stuff. Oh, whatever. Have you, do you know what goes on in those taxpayer offices? It's worse than what's going on here at the Clear Channel Compound. Well, there was an, another guy. Uh, this guy was just a teacher. And uh, where is this at? I had the story on this. Uh, he got caught um, actually uh, looking at porn mm-hmm. at work, and he got fired, and he's going to court over it. Uh, I guess the uh, the porn was uh, aimed at uh, pornographic child cannibalism. And he was at a school looking at this stuff. And uh, now he he got fired. Uh, he's in court, and a bunch of the the uh, parents are coming forward for the guy, saying that he posed no harm to the kids. Hmm. He didn't. How so? He was basically going to a rotten dot com. Let's see. What exactly did he do? Uh, accused of possessing child pornography and r- running. Oh, running a website devoted. To uh, the topic of torturing and cannibalizing children. Now, did they actually do it? No, no one, uh, no one actually got. Then what's uh, the problem? He's teaching a class and running that kind of website. By running a website, do you mean he is? He set up the IP for it. I'm sure he did more. I'm sure. Did he, he do the HTML? But he actually cannibalized the no, babies. Hold on. Do you think there's a whole? Uh, he has a whole crew working on this website. Do you think that he he found a whole entourage to gather around him for child cannibalism? I doubt it. This is own his own little project. Don't you rush to judgment. You also <laughs> thought that John Mark Carr was the killer of Jean Benet Ramsey. I still do. God, learn a little something. It's a hideout. Road Radio one hundred four point one. It's old school bumper music night. No Rammstein chunks. It's old. Junk said this was old school. Yeah, it's like 10 years old. No, no. R&B hip-hop. Ah, old school R&B hip-hop. Gotcha. R&B, huh? Horror. Welcome back to the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. It is a Thursday night, 407-916-1041, Hideoutheretics.net, railradio.fm, and fullblownage.com. Um... Damn, I was hoping for three new pages for the in, uh, intern instant message theater. Yeah, that that pisses me off. It's three new pages like the people, like the uh, intern type people that they have. When do you think all that will get released? Because it's probably going to be a matter of court record at some point, mm-hmm. right? Oh, I cannot wait for that. That was going to be a lot of fun. Let's go to Carl in the 407. What's up, Carl? Just wanted to know, are there any new Dugan picks for the Craigslist contest? Uh, it is my understanding there are, and we'll get to that a little bit later on. For Between Drunky the Bear... Uh, I do have a Dugan tally. The interns. <laughs> that I will share with you a little bit later. And uh, your cousin, Vicarious BJ. That's for the Helmet of Shame in our Fantasy Football League. So we will uh, we will talk about that as well. Um, congratulations to Robert D. He was uh, the week for the the winner for the last weekend's uh, hideout football final score square challenge. Mm-hmm. Turns out, uh, 
All you got to do is go to realradio.fm, get yourself signed up for this game of the week, and that is going to be Dallas at Philadelphia. So, Dubs, if you uh, do, do you miss high school athletics? I mean, are, are you being a, a, a football guy or a, you know a basketball guy? Or you know, I, I look back at it fondly, but when I really think back to the practices, to the two a days, to the you know just the the it was so much work for that one game a week. I really don't miss it at all. Uh, what was your favorite part about uh, athletics? The games, of course. Getting out there and actually getting to play. But the, the lead-up to it was just so treacherous. Was it just... I remember, too, like, two-a-days and things like that. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't... At least back when we were kids, you didn't get water all the time. No, no. they uh, You had to earn your water breaks. Now they give them to them like uh, it's nothing. Because so many kids have just collapsed from dehydration. But we'll, what will end up happening, though, is um, now... You know, you got coaches who just, who they go crazy. It's high school football and they absolutely go nuts. Yeah, we had that one guy not too long ago. We had the video of him um, just yelling at his football players. Just talking about how it's the most important thing. Yes, uh, and uh, you're playing for pride here for whatever podunk town. And, um,. You know, it, it, it's never anything like that. It's never that important in life. At that moment, when you're a kid, it is. But for that coach, he should know it's not. But for some reason, they go ape crazy in that uh, in that uh, the locker room or you know during halftime. What's the new big blunder? Like something new just happened too. Where well, uh, there's a uh, football coach um, over in Maine. He uh, he's been suspended for a week for using a Nazi phrase to get his team fired up. He said uh, he uh, he posted on the uh, locker room, "Work will set you free," <laughs> which uh, became famous by the Nazis. Now, did he have any idea? That it was posted at the uh, entrance post- to Auschwitz and other concentration camps. Did he post it knowing, like, was it in German? No, it was in uh, English, but everybody, it, it was made famous over here in English because, you know, that was what was written at the front of the concentration camps. And uh, he says, I regret it ever happening. It was a complete, honest mistake. Um, ignorance is not an excuse. I should have checked its origin. Now, it's your understanding, though, this wasn't the first time that he had... Uh, no, he, this is the first time actually getting suspended for kind of uh, insensitive remarks and ways of firing up his uh, team. Uh, like the one before, I guess he was playing at inner city school, and he yelled out, don't get spooked out there, which is completely and, well, out of line. And he didn't know what it meant? I guess not. I mean, it, I can understand, you know, it, you know, it's your first game. Don't get, you know, kind of, uh, don't psych yourself out. But, you know, if you're playing a, an inner city team, don't use the word. Right. You, yeah. know, you just want you want to know. You got to be aware of what it is. And the Nazi phrases from them have uh, been used before too. Uh, during the two days, during the middle of summer, August, and everything, he said uh, today's practice is going to be his hot oven. Well, I don't know if that was necessarily. Coupled with that other Nazi remark, 
I think there's a common trend here. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. And, I mean, he's he doesn't just uh, attack Jewish people or black people. He also uh, did, uh, you have to work hard out here. You have to sweat. You have to make sure you sweat hard and get those backs wet. Which is just... It just sounds to me like he's trying to pump them up. Really? How about this? Their uh, first home game? They uh, He went out there and said, we're home today, so uh, we're white, they're colored. All right, that one I can see maybe. I can see where that's an issue. Wow, oops. Oh. Oh, it was this one. I think he went way over the line. Remember the mental exercises of two-a-day camps. This is going to be a mental game. Execute just like concentration camp. Is that one of those where he's calling back and he's saying, hey... Remember what, we, remember what we did at the beginning of the year when we trained so hard. Yes. Execute like it's concentration. All right. It's uh, I can one see, of them. I can see. I can see now where the where the guy may be getting into a little bit of trouble. And when he he uh, I guess his specialty is wide receivers, which is odd. You know that, that's you know he he likes the the fun and gun. So he's teaching the kids roots. You know, and he says. All right, here, run a post, make a cut at the speck, which I guess he's talking about water. I would hope he is. I hope they're not playing some team from El Paso. Let's go to uh, Dave in the 407. What's up, Dave? Hey, how's it going? Hey, what town is this guy from? Uh, Maine. I'm I'm trying to, let me see. uh, Just some town in Maine. uh, South Maine High School. Okay, because I've heard a lot of southern people say spook in reference to being scared. And, I mean, that term, work will set you free, I mean, I've heard that before. I didn't know that came from Hitler either. You know, that could mean mean, a lot of stuff. Like, like working hard will, you know, like pay off in the end. But when you you listen to the rest of these, like, uh, he during halftime, he was out there, he said, uh, no penalties, no spearing the chucker. Which, yeah, I mean, come on. Lewis in the 407. Hey, what's up, guys? What's up? Uh, I just want to ask one question. Uh, is this, was this guy also the uh, history teacher at the school? You know, most coaches are the history teacher as well. Yeah, either history and or government. Yep. One more thing. When he was out there, like, coaching the, the team out on the football field, was he like, man, it's hot out here. It's like an oven out here. Was he making phrases like that? Yeah, 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 he said one of those earlier. Yep. It's hot as an oven at practice. Denise in the three two one. What's up, Denise? Hi, I was just wanting to comment on the the football coach thing. Mm-hmm. Um, my son is eleven and plays in city league. And just last Saturday, his coach his coach was screaming at these kids like his face was turning so red. I thought it was going to come off his head. And he used the word "frickin'" at least fifteen times while he was screaming. Mm-hmm. And it, it Does, just amazed me. And they're eleven. Do, so do you not I, agree I, with I, that? Do you, not agree, do you not agree with uh, the kids getting yelled at like that? Don't you? you know, I'm okay with them getting yelled at, but frickin' is just replacing another word. And I don't know. I agree with them getting yelled at. I know football coaches are rough, but this guy is over the top. Mm-hmm. All right. I don't know. I don't know, though. I think sometimes if you can't use one word, you got to use the other. But this one, this uh, phrase he blurted out there, even if you get whipped out there, you better get out in that field and work. Over, over the line. It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1.
Yeah. Spider-Man and Freezing full effect. Hour one. It's a hideout radio 104.1. 407-916-1041. 888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. Uh, just talking about the, the coach that got suspended for a week for using a Nazi phrase to fire up his, uh, his team. Work will set you free is what he posted up there, but he's uh he's been in trouble for other ones. I um this isn't my favorite coach of all time. No? We have the audio of our favorite coach of all time. Well we have a coach on the line too, so let's go to him real quick. Coach right. in the four oh seven. Hello. What's up? How's it going? What's up, bro? Yeah, what I like to do I don't see nothing wrong with uh what he's saying. No? No, not at all. What I like to do is gather all my boys around we're playing state. Mm-hmm. Well, on all two, I hate blacks, on two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that might be even more so than the well, other guy. Well, see, the other guy said he was making mistakes. Yeah. He didn't realize he what he was say, saying. I hate blacks on two. Yeah. Which is... um, yours is a little over the line. Mm-hmm. Remember this, Coach Dubs? Hideout download. Think about it. Because last week, we showed none None. We embarrassed ourselves. We embarrassed our program. We embarrassed everything that Wilson stood for in one game. Everything. We're going to watch something. I hear he makes a tape mm-hmm. about how bad his team sucks. Mind you, this is high school football. And uh, it was just riddled with all these like uh, quotes from uh, the other team. Just talking about how his team sucks. I don't download. Pause it real quick. So afterwards, he takes it out of the VCR and just starts twisting the tape and ripping it. Just to show how pissed off he is about them talking trash. Hideout download. Right here! Right there! But goddammit, what are we going to do tonight? Do we have any pride? You have it now! Is that Wilson football? Is that what we put sacrifice our life for? To go out there and embarrass our program? That should be enough to tell you we've got to go out tonight and we've got to take it to Hempfield <laughs> and make him pay for the embarrassment that we suffered last week. Do you have any pride? Danny? Do you, Danny? <laughs> Hi, Danny! Do you have pride, Danny? Huh? Go out there and play for yourself, right? Hold on. <laughs> Go out there and play for yourself right now. And show the people in the Wilson School District what our football team is made of and what we work so hard for. Let's show them what kind of pride we got. 
We're back in Lancaster County, and they're not going to forget now. Now let's go get these guys tonight. Let's go! I love it. There's and nothing else more important in life than showing Livingston County or whoever it is, <laughs> Lancaster County, mm-hmm. that your program's worth a damn. And then they went out and lost that game. Even if it takes you putting up Nazi uh, sayings. Mm-hmm. Anything to get a, a W. Coach in the 386. So what are we going to do, boys? Take them high. <laughs> All right. Shock jock. <laughs> Christ. I hope he said hit him high. I think he said hang him. Oh. Again, this coach, this poor coach in Maine, had no idea what he was getting into. What was the stupidest thing you ever saw a coach do? Oh, whoa. Uh, I have another quote from this guy. I guess he messed up a quote, for, or uh, not a quote, but you know how it's a barn burner? Mm-hmm. I guess this one was a cross burner. That's what he was saying. Uh, I once had a coach. Mm-hmm. Big, fat Coach Hernandez, who's the assistant coach on our baseball team, take a fungo. Do you know what a fungo is? No. It's what you hit infield for. It's not like a regular bat. It's like a thinner bat to hit infield for. Mm. And hits. he hit a pole in the dugout so hard that he broke his wrist. And he then had to walk around with a cast and a broken wrist because he was getting so mad about guys not able to, you know, keep their butts down while they were taking infield, that he took the fungo to the uh, to the pole and ended up breaking his wrist. And it was one of the funniest things we'd ever seen. We were so excited about it. Now, when we got yelled at the worst, me and Bicurious BJ, my cousin, uh, the uh, we were only on the JV squad at the time, but uh, the, um, the varsity co- coach pulled us aside during school, took us out of class, took us into his office, and yelled at us, for about 15 minutes, about playing number one tag. This is something you guys used to do, right? Yeah, we would, uh, in the showers, if you were it, you had to go tag someone else with the uh, with your number one. With your waist. Yeah, so... Uh, and your coach encouraged this. Our, our like, uh, one of our younger coaches encouraged this. Uh, mm-hmm. The other ones didn't know about it. But uh, I guess the varsity coach caught wind of this because someone complained to their mom, and their mom came and complained to him, and he just looks at us and starts yelling, what if someone wasted on you? And I, I he, he used, like, the, the hardcore words for both. Right. And we're and me and BJ are looking at each other, and we're like, well, we did one of them, but we didn't do the uh, number two by each other. <laughs> and what did he say to you? If we ever did it again, we'd be uh, kicked off the team. So he didn't even kick you off the team at that point. Even no. though he caught you and knew what you were doing. Oh, God. Toad in the 407. What's up, Toad? Hey, what's up, guys? What you got, buddy? Uh, back when I was on JV at baseball, our coach used to make us run till we puke, and then he would make us take showers, and then he would stand in the showers with us. I have never understood a coach that actually wants to hang out in there while you're uh, showering. We, uh, I, I wrestled in high school, and we had a coach. Um, in wrestling, if you don't shower normally... After practice, you'll get ringworm. So it was very important. What the hell are you guys doing on that mat? How do you get ringworm? It's just a, a bed for bacteria, that whole mat and everything. So we'd have to, everybody'd have to shower afterwards because ringworm is very contagious. If one person doesn't shower and gets it, he's going to spread it to everyone. So he used to stand right at the shower, only wearing a T-shirt, <laughs> no, just no, no, no. everything hanging out. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> you know, you just be washing your hair, and next time you look down, look up, and you just see his coach, big hairy legs. And there's Coach. Yeah, just just standing there wearing his Fallerville Wrestling Pride T-shirt. And no bottoms? No bottoms. I remember one time. How did he get away with that? I don't know. Because I know you've always said, what is a gayer mental image? A guy with just a T-shirt on or a guy that has a Speedo pulled to the side? <laughs> and I think the Speedo pulled to the side may be gayer. Well, sure, you're desensitized because you got the coach there for four years of Fowler High doing that. I think that's that. what made me uh, think uh, that was maybe the gayest thing. Or maybe though. made you think you're... Mo. Tim in the 352. Yo, man, so I had this morbidly obese coach when I was playing uh, varsity football. And he was yelling at us about hustling, saying we weren't hustling enough, while he was eating a meatball sub from Subway. <laughs> yeah. I, I love that. I love just the hypocrisy from coaches. Oh, yeah, they would never do what you're doing out there. It was worse than my day. I earned this meatball sub. <laughs> One day you'll be able to stand out here eating a meatball sub, telling kids what to do. Niece tells me that her uh, basketball coach threw his clipboard down once, and it snapped and came up and then broke his nose. And there was blood everywhere. And that was the best day ever for the team. <laughs> There's nothing worse, nothing worse than a uh, than an ass of a coach. But that coach becomes more of an ass when he's injured. Oh, he gets pissed. It's a hideout row radio, 104.1. Thursday night, wrap it up, hour one. It's the hideout. Row Radio 104.1. 407 And I don't care about the singular wireless phones right now. Uh, Dustin Diamond's supposed to be calling in later on. That should be interesting. DustinDiamondFoundation.com. Oh, man. All right, I don't want to talk about this on the air, but off the air. What? We may have a bit to run. He <laughs> <laughs> uh, was ranked 16th on the VH1 list of the 100 greatest kid stars. Really? I guess he's not calling in until after 10 because he's out at um, Pirates Dinner Theater uh, or something. <laughs> so we'll talk to so him. So if anybody's going out to Pirates tonight, you're going to see I just Screech. Read, the, uh, read, the, read what's on here. And right. see if you can see mo- maybe one of the most horrid bits that you could ever think that we could do to a person. Dump that real fast. Just in case. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. So anyway, that'll be a lot of fun tonight, too. <clears throat> All right, I'm getting stories about evil, awful coaches. All right, Viper says that his middle school baseball uh, coach was an ass. All he did was yell until he collapsed from a heart attack and died at a Friday game. Wow. I don't know if I would have even wanted to um, have that happen to one of my worst coaches ever. 5,000 says, I had a baseball coach when I was 12 or 13 years old. His son was on the team. His son struck out. Then let him have it like I've never seen or haven't seen since. For the finale, he hit his kid with, he hit his kid with his own glove over his head. See, man, I had my dad coach me, and it was awful. My dad and my uncle coached me, mm-hmm. and it was horrific because they, for some reason, think that they can be even harder on you. They don't take it easier no, on you. No, no, because they'll be accused of that if uh, if they don't go even over the top on you. The last thing that they want to do 
is um is show any sort of favoritism. Should we get BJ on the line? Because he is a high school coach right now. I don't know if I want to talk to BJ this early in the show. He's so disturbing. Yeah. Although he is, I guess right now, in the lead as far as the Duke pictures go in the yes. game Craigslist ads. He's pulling away with it, actually. Do you think that'll affect his coach position? I hope so. <laughs> I Has hope anyone I, found out from Lansing about his gay Craigslist ass for the helmet of shame? I don't think so, but uh, I am this close to sending it over to uh, like uh, the Fallerville uh, athletic director. If you were hardcore, you would email it. Don't be like I, just from like an anonymous email, or even your Justin Lee Johnson at Yahoo. Hey, just so he remembers you, and then just send it over and be like, I don't know if you've seen this, you may be interested. This is who's coaching your young men in Fowlerville. <laughs> but after hearing the stories of your your other wrestling oh. coach and him just our coaches around were shirt, animals. Right. Yeah. Let's let's face it, they're all animals. Coaches are probably the lowest when it comes to uh, human beings and like authority figures. But for some reason, I want to do it. Don't, Don't you? No, 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 no. I have no interest. That'd be great. I remember while we were supposed to be learning history, mm-hmm. and I had our high school uh, baseball coach as our teacher, all he would show us for history are John Wayne movies. <laughs> now we're going to learn about the Old West. And he throws a John Wayne movie in while he sets the lineup? Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly, while he set the lineup. Yep. When I was a freshman and I had him, he'd come over. I wasn't on varsity yet. And he goes, uh, so who do you think it should be hitting second? And so I'm basically, he's so lazy, I made the lineup out for him. Just a moron he was. Um, Dubs, also coming up tonight, we got the Chunks Fat Man Diary. Uh, Guinness and Pinchy are here. Uh, these boys couldn't look any more different. Mm-mm. Couldn't be in any more different places in life. <laughs> I guess Pinchy from the 440 calls all the time, always instant messages. Rolls up in a Mercedes rental. Like he's got a, it's not... That's what Gazoo was telling me. Gazoo, what car did you say Pinchy had? Did you say Gazoo? Gazoo? Are you there? Gazoo. Hang on, hang on, hang on. We want to talk to you on the air. What's going on? You were talking about Pinchy's car. What were you saying about it? It You were so impressed by it. Oh, my goodness. That's a really nice car. (laughs) Goodness. Thanks. I'm glad we waited for that. (laughs) Kirk in the 407. Shut up. Go ahead, Kirk. What's up, guys? Hey, brother. Hey, uh, I, I got to tell you about my coach up in New York. We had a, a coach named Mr. Caggiano, and uh, baseball coach, uh, Little League. And uh, at the beginning of, like, really important games, he would buy us those uh, Dunkin' Donut holes. Do you remember those? Uh, Dunkin' yeah. Munchkins? Mm-hmm. And he'd be all sweet as fuck. He'd be like, you guys, great. You're going you're gonna to win this game. And if we lost. He would call us pussies, like. But if there was a parent around, he wouldn't say anything. But he had a a hand signal that meant pussy. (laughs) (laughs) You are a puss. I got you. We got the message. I hear you. Thank you. (laughs) Let's go to Mr. McNugget in the 407. Hey, I have two things. I had this real racist coach last year, who I heard saying that there you go again talking about reparations. All right. Enough. But we, I did have a coach. Um, he was racist. He was our JV coach. And he made the eyes and teeth comment when we were playing a inner city team. Finish this game up quick because after uh, seven, we won't be able to see nothing but eyes and teeth. Shut up. I swear to Christ. Get BJ on line for that one. He can confirm. I had a band director that said that to one of the kids. He was like, where's Courtney? I can't see him. Smile. <laughs> 
Jesus. You never, but see, that's the thing, though. <laughs> Coaches are awful. They're racist. They're, they're asses. Randy in the 321. It's Randy over here. Yep. That's yeah, you. I had a junior high coach, and I was a non-dresser, and so I went to ask him to use the bathroom. And one of his balls was hanging out. All right. God, can we pretend to screen the phone calls? And great, now we have to write that in a book. Steeler fan, or actually, he's now known as the Claw here mm-hmm. in the hideout. He said, one of my bowling coaches told me if I didn't start picking up the spares, he'd make my good hand look like my bad hand, <laughs> which only has two fingers on it. I didn't know the kid actually uh, could play anything. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break, come back, kick off hour two. It's a hideout road radio 104.1. You're going to die. You're going to die. You're dying. Laugh it off. Real radio 104.1. This is real radio. If you and Brad Pitt are on a desert island with a, with Roseanne, you're going gay. I'm going gay. I'm Come on. Aren't you? Come on, be honest now. No. Well, but then after six months, you find each coconut has a camera in it, and you're now on a new reality television show. Gay or nay? Real Radio 104.1. You wouldn't treat your child like an adult, so why put them in adult seatbelts? If they're under four feet nine, they need a booster seat. You need info? Go to BoosterSeat.gov. Thon, thon, T-H-A-N-H, T-H-A-N-H. You know, I was driving down the street, and I saw this unusual spelling. What is Thon Thon? So we just had to stop in. You've seen the sign. Now try the food. Anybody who tries Vietnamese food for the first time is absolutely surprised, and they love it. Thon Thon Vietnamese Restaurant, Colonial Drive, just west of Bumby, next to Thai House. Take it from me, Thon Thon is a great place to go for lunch or dinner. Anytime you're hungry, go try some noodles, go try some salads, go try some summer rolls or, or grilled meats. It's delicious. Looking for a music store where you can get some personal attention? Music Shack in Castleberry has been serving the Orlando area for 32 years with the best in musical equipment and unmatched customer service. Music Shack's instructors can teach you to play or can bring an expert's playing to a new level with personal lessons. They also have a staff that can fix almost any instrument. So when you don't want to get ignored at a big box music store, call Music Shack at 407-678-1765. That's 407-678-1765. Or visit them online at musicshack.biz for the personal attention you deserve. Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the horniest witch of all? Trick or treat. Premier has put out their Halloween costumes early. I love adult dress up for Halloween. Fishnets, French maids, witches and warlocks, and everything in between. Which one will you all the old favorites and some new surprises, too. While supplies last. And don't forget the gift cards. Premier Adult Factory Outlet, 5009 South Orange Blossom Trail, just south of Holden. Online at PremierAdult.com. Thurston's Premier Auto Center and Thurston's Auto Center Claremont. Great savings and outstanding quality. If you're looking for a sports car, an import, a truck, a minivan, a luxury car, SUVs, no pressure, no games, and major lender financing available as well. You got a bump on your credit? Don't worry about it. Call Thurston. Credit Hotline, 1-866-736-5878. Thurston's Premier Auto Center, Highway 1792 in Maitland, and Thurston's Auto Center Claremont on Highway 50, a Carfax certified dealer. Visit Thurston'sAutoCenter.com. Hail from the monsters in the morning. 
morning. What's your favorite thing about being on in the morning? We get off at 11 o'clock. My 11 o'clock is like everyone else's 5 o'clock, and I'll end up, you know, at the wing house, you know, drinking a lot, and I'll get really drunk, and then the next thing you know, you're you're waking up in the, the back of some wing house girl's car, and she says you can sleep on her couch, but you can't sleep in her bed because her and her boyfriend are trying to conceive. The Monsters in the Morning on Real Radio 104.1. Peace Corps, life is calling. How far will you go? To find out more, call 1-800-424-8580 or visit peacecorps.gov. Held real jobs before, right? Yeah, oddly did, enough. Did you ever have um, like to have to sit down and watch training videos or anything like that? Yeah, yeah, all the time. At the one I had to do for like two days of like uh, four hours of video each day was uh, when I worked over at that Courtyard Marriott over in Northern Virginia, mm-hmm. which I only worked there for like ninety days. But uh, they made me watch the worst videos in the world. They just put you in a dark room. And turn on these videos, and you sit there and not pay attention. I um, I found, I guess back in the nineties, Wendy's had a rap training video where it would teach you how to make the burgers, but like it would rap to you. And I guess like I guess it was like a little music video on how you did everything at Wendy's. I found it. You want to hear it? All right. Oh, here we go. Hold on a second. Hideout download. Hideout download. All right, hold on a second. Can you guess what year it was made in? It can't be past 91. 1989. All right. Now that you can really hear the funk. Yeah, you you, you said 90s, so I it I was knew used it all the way up through the mid 90s. Okay. Now working the grill bill, it ain't so tough. But first of all, you got to check your stuff. Like a grill that said it, 250 with the meat and cheese that's ready to go. A towel to keep your station looking cool. But most of all, you got to have your tools. God, I hate How life. She? I hate At least cor- I know their target audience. Yeah, I hate corporate America. I hate having to sit down and watch this stuff. 
Oh, you remember any other time like we'd have to sit down and watch sexual harassment videos and all everybody gets together? Does everybody have to do that now? I think so. I couldn't imagine you'd have to do it at certain places. We don't have to do it here. Do people at fast food places have to sit down and watch sexual harassment videos? Usually. Get the hell out. Any big corporation usually has this thing. Hideout download. Are you with me now? Get ready. We're going to lay them down. Now, beats got grain to it just like wood. You got to follow the arrow to lay it down like you should. From the front to the back, you got to lay it down. Face it evenly, not scattered around. Next, you got to salt the meat from the back to the front to make the taste complete. Not too little, not this a gay too video? much. a little finesse, you'll get the touch. What's coming up next is our key to success. We'll turn the meat and do a 400 press. Don't yeah, this is this is a definite. <laughs> if you just take the uh, the food aspect out of right, it, it's, so gay, this, it's a gay porno this, rap video. Yeah, this is about having a gay sex. <laughs> Hideout download. Long I emphasize or the meat won't reach the proper size. When things start to sizzle, you're ready to go. Gently turn the meat, but don't be slow. Just turn them over easily. We don't want a broken penny. That's a guarantee. Press out the corners. One, two, three, four. Rock it a bit. Are right, you keep Top and bottom, left and right, and you'll get a patty that's out of sight. Press out the corners, nice and wide, at least half an inch. Whose idea? <laughs> Whose idea is it to come to him and say, "Here's what I got for you"? Uh, the normal trading videos are awful. I got a rap that me and my boys wrote. Yeah, who who writes it and who uh, who actually what what legitimate? All you right, know, here's what I want. Gazoo. Aren't you a freestyle rapper? Uh, yes, uh, yes, Hefe, I sure am. Here's what I want you to do. I don't want you to work on this for the end of this break. I want you to come up to with a, a rap <laughs> on how, how to answer to, phones. How to be? Uh, I was gonna say how to be an intern, but all right, I like for answering phones because you're screening phone calls right now. So not right now. Just think about it. Okay. And get him some kind of funky beat to go along with on it. All right. Very good. Let's get back to this. Hideout download. On both sides. The reason you press, you gotta think. When the meat hits the grill, it starts to shrink. We start shrinking. When you see red juices on the top of the meat, it's time to give a turn and press a repeat. Do it again just like you did before. Do the four corner press just one time more. Now once you press this the second time, don't press them again. Because those, of you just, those of you just not tuning in, this is a Wendy's rap training video. That we're thinking about in a gay sex way. <laughs> <laughs> made in 1989 <laughs> that was still used all the way up through the 90s. Hideout download. Just fine. But when you see red juices rise, turn the patty over to the other side. Don't scrape the grill. We want it wet, you see. And keep the meat moist so it's hot, you see. When the meat's red juices no longer rise, you can serve that patty. It'll win a prize. It takes about four minutes to cook, but just to make sure you can have a look. Use your tool and double check. It should be great and moist to be correct. And order the place you're ready to go. Drain the meat just like so. <laughs> right. Don't. Don't. <laughs> Why? Because uh, it's too much for the context. <laughs> you giggling back there what you set up. I had to dump it at that point. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I am downloading this and saving this one forever. <laughs> Christ. What in your mind says, I know, I'm going to think about this in a gay way. Here's what I'm going to do. Keep it going. Hold on a second. <laughs> Downloading it. Letting everything ramp back up. <laughs> uh, all right, people say, uh, I thought it was... 
Oh, it was shrinkage in the pool, not the grill. <laughs> well, I download. And it's totally done. Place a patty squirrelly on the hill of that bun. Now, there you go, Billy. You give it a shot. Don't be afraid. I think you're going to be hot. <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> Oh, man. Can we go through that again? No. Why? Because. I want to hear the beginning. Maybe after Ted. <laughs> we'll do it again after Ted. Uh, K-Mike says uh, he's never seen one of those retarded sexual harassment videos, or as he likes to call them, man training. Because Remember we were at WJFK and we had to sit through this with, like, it was all the talk shows. We all had to sit together and watch this. Were you there for no, that? No, I wasn't there for that. Uh, I guess you weren't there Thank yet. God. Yeah. And I'm trying to sit in the same room with, like, Don, Mike, Rob Spiewak, and everybody, and we're just all trying to watch this. And then still throwing out jokes. Now, uh, I remember when we worked back in Lansing, uh, when I inadvertently pranked a rape crisis hotline and got fired for it. The next day, uh, before, before, uh, before they came in, we got fired. And the next day, all of them had to sit through how rape isn't funny. And now I play this proudly. Rape me once, shame on you. Rape me twice, shame, shame on me. me. <laughs> hey, I have a quick question for you, just real fast. Yeah. Do you think that Terrell Owens and Donovan McNabb have had sex? Why? Did you hear the latest thing? <laughs> what? All right, so right now they're fighting over who sent over whether or not Donovan sent T.O. a text message saying, hey, I'm there for you if you need me, after the whole attempted suicide. And these guys are fighting like ex-lovers. You want to hear some of that? Yeah. All right, I got some of T.O. here. Hideout download. Hold on one second. We have Dave Thomas, founder of Wendy's Online. What's up, Dave hey, Thomas? What's going on, guys? What's From up? the grave. What's up, buddy? Uh, just want to see if there's a music video possibly that... Uh... Y'all can put up a link on uh, net or something with, like, they need to have, like, a little music video with dancing hamburgers at the bottom of the screen, like a little sing-along to that rap. Here's what would be interesting. And I bet if we put, like, demand on it or something, mm -hmm. we send him the audio. He can put some and then, gay porn with it? Yeah. And then have him mix it. <laughs> you know he would. <laughs> Dr. Hitler, your new best friend, J-Dubs. Mm-hmm. Said he had to go to a two-week class on sexual harassment for Pizza Hut. What do you have to learn for two weeks about sexual harassment at a Pizza Hut? Hideout download. This is T.O. on his return. I mean, once we win, you know, uh, you know, it'll be special. But uh, right now, uh, like I said, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good game. We're not going there to you know uh, taste the cheese steaks. We're not going there to, to to visit the crack in the Liberty Bell. We're going up there to try to win a ball game. Probably the most hated guy coming into Philly this weekend. So uh, you know, I, I expect the worst. I've already heard they got a little chant ready for me. So you know, what's that chant? O D O D O D. I'm ready for it. Uh, you gotta love Philly fan. Yeah, and at least he, he's gonna roll with it. He doesn't care. No, of course not. Although they were the ones who cheered when Michael Irvin looked like he broke his neck. <laughs> so they are a bit evil. Alright, here's the whole thing about the text message though. Alright? Hideout download. I just, you know, sent prayers his way and blessings his way and told him that, you know, that I continue to pray for him, that, that everything would turn out, you know, well, that he'll get back out on the field and be healthy. Um, and if you need anything, you know, to call. And so apparently the whole thing is, T.O. is, I never got the text message. And, well, they're like, maybe he sent us the wrong phone. He's like, he had my number. If he wanted to get a hold of me, he could have easily gotten a hold of me. 
he had my number and he didn't. All right, we'll take a break, come back. Um, all right, I got one of these videos from, like, uh, Burger King and stuff. Do you want to play some of these? You want me to watch them during the break and see how they go? Do we want to wait on uh Oh, yeah, because you're going to do your freestyle rap on answering the phones from the hideout? Do we have a nice beat for him, too? I got him one. All right. Here we go. Are we doing it now? Yeah, let's do it now. All right. <laughs> Are you going to start? Start rapping. One, two, three, into the four. Mac Zoo is on the phone. Screening all your wacky rolls to and fro. I'm just a player from the real side. Real radio. Oh, we owe 104.1. Oh, we owe. Yeah, baby, that's me. You hear the Mac Daddy Gazoo, radio and I'm G-I. here to stay. Oh. <laughs> Christ almighty. That was maybe one of the worst things I've ever heard. You'd have to see it on the real stance. Turn his mic off. Turn it down. Turn it off and down. I'm so ashamed. I've got douche chills now. i got to try to recover from that. I already covered my eyes. <laughs> Did it hurt that bad watching it? Oh, yeah. I thought he was a freestyle rapper. I That's thought that was his says. thing. Jesus, it's a hideout. Real Radio. Yeah, freestyling all the way. Real Radio 104.1. God, Back to the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. People are so mad at Gazoo. Uh, actually, we have a, a big fan of the rap on the line. Bong Swap Matt in the 407. Yeah, that, that big-headed serial ear rapist, he can't even keep rhythm to one, two, three, Shut up, get off the phone, do something else with your life, shut up. Why doesn't Gazoo just wrap his lips around the exhaust pipe of a running car? You know, <laughs> yeah, just put yeah, all yeah. Out of you're so river. witty and funny. Ha, ha, ha. All right, shut up, Gazoo. You're not going to fight with the heretics. <laughs> what were you saying what's going on on hideoutheretics.net? You started a fight on there? Who, Gazoo? Yeah. yeah. He's screening phones now. Ugh. It's my understanding that he... Um... Who did he pick a fight with on there? I think he was picking a fight with L. Ross in the office. Jesus Gazoo. Christ. Talk, you know, they're talking to you. What do you guys want? Did you guys... What do you mean, what do we want? That's it. Turn your mic off. You're done. I'm sorry. No. I, I don't know. Which one. Turn your mic off. You're done. We have Bateman and Drunky on the line. All right. These boys are out at um, Hummer of Orlando, 434, and Maitland Ave for the Predators Dance Team Finals. What's mm-hmm. going on, boys? Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing, Tommy? How's uh, how's the talent? I've, uh, I don't know. I've already embarrassed myself once tonight. I'm waiting to do it again. What'd you do? Well, before I got, when I got here, they gave us free stuff, so I just chugged a bunch of water about, I don't know, the second or third routine up. It goes in uh, heats of three girls for each heat. Around the third heat, mm-hmm. I really had to go to the bathroom bad. So I, I was holding it for about ten minutes, and I kept telling Dorky, and, and he was having problems, too. I go, screw it, I'm going to fake that I have a really important phone call. <laughs> And right then, that's when they go, okay, we're going to introduce another judge. Uh, where's Tommy Bateman? And oh. I'm uh, walking outside, and uh, Drunkie and Russ had a good laugh at that. Oh, so, uh, I, I hear that uh, Tommy is not the only one to embarrass himself today as a member of the hideout. That yes. Trunks also did, too, with a, an event over at Real Rock. Uh, oh, that's, that's wonderful. Is, is Drunkie there with you right now? Yeah, yeah, here, here's Junkie real quick, guys. All right, let's talk to Junkie since we got him on the phone. Yeah, we haven't been able to talk to him about this uh, Craigslist thing yet. What's, what's 
going on, guys? Hey, buddy. Uh, Drunky the Bear, of course, from the Monsters in the Morning and the Hideout Fantasy Football League and the Helmet of Shame. Yes. Do you know how many Dugan pictures you've gotten so far in the uh, gay Craigslist ads? I do not. I've been waiting for the total. All right. It'll, it'll be final tomorrow. Dubs, how many uh, how many Duke pictures has Drunky the Bear gotten? Drunky the Bear is stuck at 11. And Still so, has 11 Dugan photos. And so far, yep. that means you're in last place. Oh, that's... Hold on, I'm getting screwed here. Um, no, if you no want to, there's there's 11 guys who are uh, willing and ready. Listen, I'm way better looking than... Uh, then uh, who, who else is in there? The interns and Dubs' cousin, By Curious BJ. Oh, my. Was By Curious BJ winning? Uh, yes, <laughs> By Curious BJ has 21. I, that, that's ridiculous. We had the interns act out some of the emails. Do you want to hear some of the email responses that, you're, uh, that yours has drawn to you? Okay, let uh, me hear it. All right, hold on a second. Here we go. And now it's time for Intern Email Message Theater. Here are some responses to Drunky the Bear's gay Craigslist ad. Are you a top? Into barebacking? How <laughs> is it? Is it? Can you more than? Hi, buddy. I'm 47. By married white male. 6'1", 245, 6.5. Buzzed, balding, and love to get. Email oh. me back and I'll send you a pic. I love that one. What's happening in that pic? Looks painful. Ha ha. That was intern email message yet. <laughs> All right, drunky sir. And we have actually some of the new responses. Do you want to hear that one, Dub? Sure. Like the second round of responses. You got time, drunky? Yeah, I'm, uh, let me hear it. All right, here we go. And now it's time for intern email message theater. Oh, these, th- that may have actually already been on there. And now it's time yeah, for Intern Email Message Theater. Here are some responses to Drunky the Bear's gay Craigslist ad. Hey, 37, yo. White here. Straight, curious, very discreet. I do not or Disease and drug free. Clean. My pics are on here. Check them out and let me know. Love to your and give you a hot of <laughs> my fat. Can you do it in those hose and heels? <laughs> that was an episode of Alright, Drunky, so these are the responses you're getting, but so far you're in last place. That's ridiculous. I, I'm a very good looking man, and I, I'd like to put a shout out to the entire. Um, okay, I, I'm, now I'm yelling, and there's now all the dancers are here, and this is ridiculous. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I'd like to I'd like to put a shout out to the gay community to send me in more Dugan pics. Come on, listen, look at look at my body. It's a little doughy, but underneath that dough is a hard rock solid uh, mountain of love. I isolate all of that so that we can have all of that and Drunky saying it. Hey, Drunky. Um. Anyway, how everything how's everything going out there at uh, uh Hummer of Orlando for the uh, Preds dance finals? It's going awesome. Um, there's a lot of talented girls here, uh, a lot of hot girls, and uh, and I think I'm doing a pretty good job of judging, even though I have no idea what I'm doing. All right, point them all to your gay Craigslist and let's see what they think about you. Uh, I can't wait for that. Well, Drunky the Bear, of course, <laughs> Monsters in the Morning, and also, too, doing all the stunts at the Do Action Sports Tour. Hey, let me talk to Tommy real quick, all right? Okay. All right, Bye, guys. Nice to see you. Man, those are dirty for Drunky. Yeah. And he's if he loses and gets the fewest picks back... 
then he's going to have to do the gay strip dance at Monster Wayne. Like, that'll be his thing before his one minute of uncensored comedy. Or maybe during. We haven't figured that out yet. Yeah, we will. Is, you there, Tommy? Yeah, I'm, I'm here. I was just telling some dancer uh, that I gave her a 100, and I, I really didn't. Out of the way. Hype them all up. Go to every single one. Yeah, you were the best. A plus, 100%. How many do you have to whittle it down to? Uh, I don't know. We just watched 30 girls dance, and if they weren't looking at me enough, I gave them a 5 out of a 25. <laughs> so uh, that'll learn them good for next time. Always uh, pay attention to the guy in the uh, black shirt. Uh, Pinchy uh, from the, in the 440 is here right now with his lovely, I don't know if it's girlfriend or wife or what, or I know he's going to propose later, too. So, yeah. Oops. Ooh. Oops. But uh, he says hi, Tommy, So and he brought up a lot of food. So anyway, he says hello, Tommy. All right, well, we'll, uh, we'll see you out there at uh, Home of Orlando. All right. Uh, I'm going to go look at the nude girls now. Bye. Right, have fun. Are they nude? Man, it sounds like they're back in the uh, dressing room. <clears throat> By the way, the Wendy's, there's a rap video to it, like an actual video. Dopey found it. Oh, good. He put it up on uh, hideoutheretics.net. So uh, it is up there right now if you want to go watch it. Didn't you find some other videos, too? <sighs> no, I didn't. It was uh, it was not what I thought it was. Mm-hmm. It was a link to something else, unfortunately. Are you guys getting married anytime soon, Pinchy and your girlfriend? <laughs> well, I didn't. That was uncomfortable. You guys both fans of, like, the Cavaliers and the Indians and stuff like that? Y'all all like the same teams? Could you date somebody who uh, didn't like the same team as you? No. Yeah, me either. I didn't think about it. More and more I think about it, I'm like, you got to be a Mavericks fan. You can't be rooting for San Antonio and sleeping with me in my bed. I'd kick you out. There's no possible way. I know you were ranting and raving earlier today about the Yankees. I've never been pissed off at them before, but today watching them and just seeing the lineup of all-stars just walking up well, to the plate. We talked about I it know, last night. But I hadn't watched them yet and really let it soak in on how, how many just big names are on that team. Mm-hmm. And Seeing the next uh, three people up to bat, uh, being just a ridiculous well, amount you, of... You were telling me that there's a whole bunch wrong with sports. Like, there's well, usually yeah, that, that, one it, big thing wrong with sports, and how come they can't fix it? That's that's what it led me to. I was uh, We were talking on IM today and uh, while the game was going on, and uh, the whole thing with baseball is, you know, if you have the most money, you can usually put together the best team. And uh, in football, it's almost the exact opposite, where there's too much parity. So they need to find a middle ground there. But neither of them seem to want to budge on what they're doing. And I... with basketball, uh, I think they have it pretty well nailed down that way. But they have uh, the worst refs yeah, I out think, there. Yeah, I think basketball by far has the worst officials. Uh, college football, the big glaring thing that sucks is the fact that there's no playoff. Mm-hmm. When they're absolutely, it's time for there to be a playoff. College basketball is boring unless it is the playoffs. I never understand why people love college basketball so much. Betting. It's just the betting, tournament. Yeah, betting during the tournament. Because it's poor quality entertainment. Yeah, the, the, the basketball. It's poor it, shooting percentages. It's uh, WNBA, but. You know. I don't know if I'd go so far as to say that. But there it is. We found the perfect league. Nothing wrong with it. WNBA. <laughs> Thank God we have it. I wish there was a team here in Orlando. I'm is surprised there? there's not. I hope not. Otherwise, that would be major egg on my face. There's not one, is there? I don't there used there. to be. There was a WNBA team here? Yeah, I think it was like the Orlando Miracles or something. They got rid of them, though. What happened? Why? I don't know. They sucked. Um, That's a shame. I've been to a WNBA game before. Yeah, how was it? I've never seen more lesbians in my life. I'm sure. Like, for real. I've never seen so many she-mullets 
And well, when did you go to uh, the uh, the in Washington, Washington Mystics? Actually, I think about it, I think it was gay and lesbian night too. So maybe that's why. Worked perfect for you then. Oops. Yeah, a, he got in half price. It's a hideout row radio what a four point one. All right, welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Um, our buddy Soft, the Hideout documentary filmmaker, mm-hmm. he sent me a great video of a completely drunk professor. I mean, this professor's so loaded. In front of the class? Yeah. Wow. Uh, I want to play it for you here in a second. got to listen to it one more time and make sure that there's no... Swearing or anything. Yeah. Ryan in the 407. What's up, Ryan? Hey, how you guys doing? All right. Hey, just uh, some quick facts here about uh, how our great city gave up, actually, a good basketball team for once. The team we had was the Orlando Miracle, and uh, in their first year, they came only uh, about two games away from missing the playoffs, and this year, they almost uh, went to the WNBA Finals. Where'd they so, move yeah. to? Uh, they went to the Conne- to Connecticut. They're now called the Connecticut Sun, uh. and uh, the, te- the player we spent our first draft pick on is one of the highest-scoring players in the WNBA. Damn, man. Look at you, fan. Nice. I enjoy. Here's why I like the. Honestly, I'll watch a WNBA game because it's like when I play basketball, <laughs> below the rim and smooth. It's not smooth. It actually is. I've watched uh, clips. It's more of a team game than the NBA oh, is. I'm sure it is. You know, because nobody you can't isolate and dunk on each other. Jamie in the 407. Oh, what's going on, guys? Yep. I was just calling into. Uh, you said, you know, why do why do people watch the uh, college basketball tournament? Hmm. For me personally, I don't watch any of the uh, regular season. No I one like does. The, I like the tournament because uh, it seems to me that that's right before their, you know, a lot of those guys that are seniors and stuff. That's their, their you know, their last big chance to, you know, look good to make the big money. So they all really play. But, really but well, most so. of them, most of them, even if they do kill in uh, the finals or something, they're usually seniors and not going to go to uh, the NBA anyway. I always wondered, too, like uh, when it's always uh, draft time, I wish I had paid more attention to the uh, regular season because I'd know whether or not the player we were getting is good or not. Mm-hmm. Like the Wild Hawk brings up something. thing about sports and chicks is when you have a super fine chick, as he puts it, who wears the jersey for your favorite team and nothing else, that's hot. Um, he said one time uh, my chick wore... His Le Cavalier jersey, and it was excellent. During sex? I've always insisted that's gay. Yeah, definitely. Our uh, friend, um, <clears throat> ooh. Our friend uh, had his chick wear an Iserman jersey. While he had sex. And, and, that like, was, and you have to be picturing the player if you want her to wear that jersey. Especially if you're doing it in a certain position. Oh, yeah. Where and, you see the name and everything? Yeah. Like, all, let's just say all you see is maybe her back, mm-hmm. and then you see her name. It's gay. And he tries to tell me, hell no, dude. Imagine your girl wearing the Novitsky jersey while his fadeaway song is in the background. Gay. All right, you may have sold me. No. Maybe it could work out. That would turn you on? Mm. I don't know. He paints a nice picture. Uh, yeah, you don't make your girl do anything like that, no, though, right? No. I have pigtails is about it. That's the extent of it? Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, I guess... Bonnet. Uh, I thought we were bringing out the Rattler tonight. What happened? Adult diaper. Uh, what happened? Uh, I guess Gazoo has an apology letter. Yeah, I guess so. I guess he uh, said he had an apology letter for us. Yeah. Oh. All right, hold on a second. Okay. 
Dear Hefe and Dubs, I'm really sorry that I came on to the mic and acted so rude towards you two. Mm-hmm. I have serious mental problems, and if too many things are going on at once, I tend to act in ways that I do not desire. I'm being serious. That doesn't affect me right now. I hope <laughs> you can accept my apology. And if you need me to do something to get into your good graces, please let me know what I can do. The hideout is the best thing in my life right now, and I love working here to make the show run more smoother. Again, sorry <laughs> for my rudeness. Sincerely, Gazoo. Well, I do appreciate how you want the show to run more smoother. That is very important to me. Not accepted. <laughs> I'll, I'll do something. What do you want? <laughs> what do you want to do? I, I don't care. You know, whatever. Just you know, I want to get you guys good graces. I mean, I don't care. All right, come into the studio real fast. Okay. Now that chick who came in la- last night, Sin. Mm-hmm. You remember her? Oh yeah, and her uh, douchebag boyfriend. Mm-hmm. One of the things that she would do. She would bite herself on her inner arm. Could we have him do that? Until he bleeds? Yeah. I guess we can't anymore because no. we can't do we any can't. helmet of pain stuff. Mm-mm. What do you want to do then? What do you want? How do you want to make it up? Can you turn his mic up? What would you like to do to make everything better? It is, idiot. You're not speaking on the right mic, douche. No, you aren't. It's busted. All right, now I want to hear an apology letter for you not being able to figure out which mic you're supposed <laughs> to turn Just turn them off. all on, idiot. There okay. There you go. Sorry. Oh, what's up? <laughs> what do you mean, what's up? What do you want to do to, to oh. make be- to make good? Because we can't have you do any stunts or anything. I know. Um, Let me let me bring some chicks in the studio. Just rip. No, that's, that's too overrated. Uh... For the radio, that's what you're going to bring in girls to, uh... Take out their clothes that no yeah. one other will be able to see. Um, I'll put a, a... I don't know. Who would you bring in? What girls? What girls would you find? Asians. Asians? Yeah. The girls from uh, the massage parlor where you visit for your happy ending? They're cousins. They work at a strip club. <laughs> that, that's what just one of them told me. All right, well, bring them in. Okay. Can you can you get the uh, your normal Asian who uh, gives you hand release to come in and talk about? I think she's in Korea right now. You're such what? a liar. No, I, I think she, I think so she, I think no, I'm serious. You I think are she, such a liar. No, I, I, I think she's in Korea because that, that's what they told me. Who? The the massage the other lady that massaged me. Because I asked for her and she said she's in Korea. I hate you. I'm Please just don't. I'm just like the rest of the heretics now, and I hate you so oh, much. Why? I I I, I turn wanna, your mic off and I walk try. away. Turn your mic off and walk away. So how are you getting your your uh, release if your normal girl's not there? Are you using new ones? Yeah. I, I mean, it's good? it's working. I mean, this new girl that I had, I've been seeing her twice, and she's perfect. How much does it cost? Eighty bucks an hour. How long does you take? All right, tell you what you can do. So far, you've ruined an hour and 40 minutes of this show. I know. I would like... Let's see, that's $80 for one hour. Let's 120 about? Yeah. I'd like $120. You know what I'd rather have? 
I'd rather have an intern um, field trip. Both of them go. <laughs> we can't now. We're, we're no, short staff. But but one night, both of them go together, do the uh, the hand release thing, and they just have to stand outside looking in each other's eyes afterwards, knowing the dirtiness that was going on in the other room. That's a treat. I want 120 bucks. $120? Yeah. Um, how about I be like your personal servant for a day? Hold on. You already are. You're we, in. We, we can change this into not being a treat. They both go in. They get this done. When they get out, they both go in the same bathroom together and switch clothing. So they're wearing this. this I, you know, here's what I'd like for them to do. I'd like for them to do that now. What? Switch clothing. <laughs> but but I can't fit into his clothes. <laughs> <But what>? <laughs> <laughs> funny Just switch T-shirts. That'll make me laugh. We'll put you up on real TV on Real Radio FM, and everything will be good. That's more shame than pain. Google Gaga. <laughs> I hate him. Turn his mic off. Get him out of here. Turn him off. Turn his mic off and get him out of here. Go away. Go away. He also needs, I hate you so much. He also needs to apologize for trying to host the show before you guys get back from break. Did you hear about that? No. When uh, uh, the the first break of this hour, when I was downstairs smoking and uh, we came back in, and the music was going. He uh, he tried to open the show up. <laughs> what? I, I, yeah, I'm sorry for that too. I, I turn your mic off and go away. I can't deal with you right now. Pull it now. from archiver. Pull it from archiver. What? Turn your mics off. Yelling back and forth. Blast gadgets. Go gadgets. Go all away. Gadgets all over the place. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have get him out of here. Dude, I'm about to about? lose it. I'm about to lose it. Get the hell out of here now. I'm on. Get back in the booth. Come on, have turn his mic down and off. I'm serious. I'm serious. Get out of here. Go. I hate you. I'm not joking. What's your problem? I hate him. I hate him so much right now. I swear to Christ. I know we're not supposed to hit interns. I will. I'll crack your sternum, you bitch. Go. I feel bad because we have our uh, friends here. Yeah. My God, I hate that kid. Why do you love him? You encourage I don't know. him. Your giggles encourage him. <laughs> and I hate you for that. I found it retarded funny. It's a hideout. Road Radio 104.1. Yeah. Come on, come on. I see no changes. Wake up in the morning and I ask myself. All right, back in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. 1041 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Ah, Thursday night in the hideout. A lot of friends coming in tonight. Thank you guys for uh, being here. Really appreciate that. I'm so mad at that kid, man. I can't deal with him anymore. I want. Do you want another uh, no. apology letter from him? <laughs> do not. I do. Come not. on, let's run that bit again. Uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> I do not want that kid anywhere near me. When I said I would hit him, I genuinely meant that I would hit him. We need a hug. From who? You and him. I'm not interested. Bury the hatchet. I'm not interested. I don't want the kid anywhere near me. Newport in the seven seven two. What's up, Hello? Newport? Yeah. What do you got? You're on the air. You're on the air, man. The what? You're on the air. I can't do it. Cut, 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 cut that bitch off. Next caller. All right, I want to be honest for a second. (laughs) 
You're annoyed. I'm so annoyed right now. I can tell. With everything and everyone around me. Present company excluded. Me? What have I done? Uh, you're the uh, you're the biggest person in that room that annoys me. Why? Everyone else I consider true close friends. Thanks, dude. <sighs> it's one of those nights where I feel like I don't have any control. And I'm hating it. Why does Gazoo act this way? What happens? He's a medhead. He's just on so many meds, he doesn't know what he's doing. What are what medications is he on? Um, is he... I think Zoloft, maybe. Um, I don't know. He takes like three or four different. Did he take them all? I don't want to talk. <laughs> I don't want to talk to him. But did he take them all today? We'll have someone else ask him and is password it, it to us. Is it because Tommy isn't here and Tommy usually handles the interns? And since he's not here, he's he's like it's, misbehaving. Yeah, yeah the uh, dad's away. He's, so he's been in an odd mood all day, even in the office, man. He's just been kind of like wandering around aimlessly and just saying odd stuff. It doesn't make sense. What happened to you today, Chunks? What do you mean? I remember you telling me a story about how you ruined a set for Stone Temple Pilots. Oh yeah, that uh, that kind of leads into another story. Wasn't it? Uh, was it Stone Temple Pilots or what? It was two of them, Dean DeLeo and Robert DeLeo. Um, they have a new band, uh, Army of Anyone, and I guess they were doing something for Real Rock where they were broadcasting, um, and they had it set up where you could broadcast in one of the conference rooms, and I happened to be walking by, and they let me into this conference room, mm-hmm. and they're doing their interview in there, and there's probably like 10 people, I'm like, oh, I can't believe this, I can't believe this, and then Chunk's luck hits. <laughs> Big band, people from Filter, Stone Temple Pilots, and they're talking about. Radio. Is it one of these super groups? I guess. Um, yeah. Well, they said they just did it to to have fun, and I guess it really picked up, and now they're going to start touring. So um, they just decided to form the band, and they were saying all this in their interview, and about ready to start their song when all of a sudden something hits the back of my throat, and I start coughing. Ceiling? No. Right. I just start going. <laughs> As they pause between their interview and picking up their instruments to play. And I don't think the mics... All right, so there was an interview live going on. Yes. They invited you in to watch it because you're a big fan. Yes. And as soon as they're done talking and they're ready to go start playing their instruments, you start having a coughing attack. Yes, and I can't... It's the kind where you can't stifle it, where it just keeps... And everyone's staring at me, and I notice, like, I think Dean DeLeo, like, looks up real quickly, and I'm like, oh, damn, oh, damn. So they play their song, and I, again, forget we're in a studio, and they're broadcasting, and everyone's quiet. No, not me, me, when they're done with their song. Standing ovation? Yes. How many people were in there? Probably, like, ten people all together. How many people were clapping? Just just one. Just one. So every, you so you were the biggest ass in that room. Yeah, well, I don't know if that ass the uh, biggest fan. You know, I just show my appreciation toward them. Was the music good? Yeah, it was pretty good. The, uh, the album comes out next month. It's uh, the band members from Filter, lead singer from Filter, the uh, guitar player and bass player from uh, STP. I'm sure the drummer is. So here he is. He gets invited in. What did everyone from Real Rock say to you? Oh, man. Uh... Well, the promotions guy, as I'm coughing, doesn't even help me out. He's just like, good going. As I'm still hacking, I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) He's just like, good going. And staring at me, and like, uh, Tom the Engineer... What? Gazoo. Uh, Tom the Engineer is... um, 
looking at me like, what the hell are you doing? Like, he thinks it was a bit or something like that. And looks at me in horror. And I think the worst part was the clapping afterwards because I thought it was appropriate to show my appreciation. But I guess not. And I, I think that you might even hear, um, I think it was Crash, go, hey, you even got a little ovation back there. And it was just so <laughs> awkward. You're such a moron. I, I don't know. I was I couldn't. And Tom told me I was acting all girly because he came in the office. He goes, Engineer Tom, director yeah. Tom. He goes, Hey, Chunks, you want to meet him? I'm like, I can't, dude. I can't, I can't, I can't. This is like the biggest thing ever. He's like, Dude, you're like acting like a little girl. I'm like, y- You don't understand, man. Last night we had a strip Did of Did you lift on. up your uh, shirt and show him that your stomach looks like a veg, so it's all right? <laughs> what was that? Is that me? That's yes. you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, my God. That, uh, I love it. Doesn't sound good at all. And Tom goes, why don't you just go up to him and say, hey, man, big fan. Thanks thanks for everything you guys have done. I was like, I can't do that. I'll mess it up. I'll mess it up. He's like, no, you won't. But here's here's the other part. Um, I went up to him afterwards, and like they were all tired from performing. And um, the, the, the guy from Filter was near his tour bus. I'm like, hey, man, uh, been big fans of you guys for a long time. Just want to let you know that was real cool you guys letting me in. He goes, yeah, yeah, cool, man. He's like, hey, uh, I, I, I gotta go walk around. Uh, little... <laughs> he let you in the yeah, bus. Yeah, he's like, he's like, I, I need like to stretch to go... my legs. Yeah, I'd like and, to go wear out the bottom of my shoes. And like, he runs into the bus and he grabs. I think it was. Uh, I think he grabbed Dean DeLeo, and they just like run out of the bus toward like the back of the parking lot. And I contemplate like following him <laughs> to apologize, but I figured it was enough, so I didn't really follow him. But I kind of went around the other side of the building. And, and uh, they, peered at him from afar? Yes, I did. And I was kind of ducking behind a bush a little bit so they wouldn't. And this is this is all true. I'm, there were some confused-looking people. Uh, they didn't see me again, though, and I figured the damage was done. So I, I probably shouldn't go up to him anymore. <laughs> it's awkward, man. These guys are like my heroes. And I blew it. <laughs> all right. All right. Pinchy says this from the corner. Uh, worst fat man ever. I agree. Was, was that the fat man diary? I was gonna ask. Did I think have... his fat man has to do with that. Nah, though. forget it. It's not that good. That that could count. <laughs> if you want to? Out of way to talk it up. All right, Dubs. I know you're pissed again now. Are you mad at Gazoo now too? Yeah. What are you doing, what Gazoo? Is... We're we're doing a segment, yeah. and you're just praying around, carrying chairs around. And now you're being all distracting. Green room. Green room is green room, not studio. No, you don't lead them out now. It's just the, you know, during the segment, we don't need doors closing. Because four girls came in here. And he was, he was, like, his chest all puffed out like a, like a rooster. Look, I got some girls. I I want to be all gentlemen. Uh, No mic around you. I'm done with him. (laughs) I'm going to strangle him. I swear to Christ. Where's Tommy when you need him? Can you believe the show misses Tommy that much? (laughs) (laughs) What happened? He just got kicked. (laughs) I hate the kids so much. If you just had any idea. Turn the mics off. I'm not interested. I'm ready to hurt somebody, though. Like who? I'm going to start with you. Why? You can try it. Have fun. <laughs> hey, Hefe, um, actually, Gazoo's face, after C-Lane kicked him, I've never seen a face get that scrunched up, man. He looked like an old sponge just imploding into itself. <laughs> it's pretty funny. You should try it.
I hit the chair. It didn't even hit him. It wouldn't even you hit him. It wouldn't make me feel any better. I'm not going to lie. I feel like the night is lost and I'm just ready to go home. Mixtape? Yeah, let's just do it. Let's just uh, go home. We have no control. It's a hideout. We're ready. 5,000. All right, man. 5,000. I'd like to put a shout out to a gay community to send me in more Dugan pics. Come on. Listen, look, look at, look at my body. It's a little doughy, but underneath that dough is a hard rock solid, uh, mountain of loaf. Kicking off hour three in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. Alright, it's time for, uh, I guess part two of the Chunks Fat Man Diary. <laughs> it's a two-part series tonight. It's a two for Thursday here in the hideout. Now, as a public service, the hideout presents a roadmap to dysfunction with Chunks and the Fat Man Diaries. All right, for those of you that don't know, this is a page out of Chunks' diary. He used to keep a diary before we came down here to, uh, to Central Florida. Yeah, we make him read a page. One entry every week. All right, go ahead, Chunks. All right. This is actually kind of a continuation. This is a story about when I got to see STP in concert. All right. No. No, it's not. What is it about, then? <laughs> no, it's not all right. Oh. November of the year 2000. Ah, the college years. I forget how blessed I am to be going to such a wonderful uh, university as George Mason. Blessed? What? What's it still laughing? <laughs> Stone Temple Pilots was playing at the Patriot Center. For those that don't know, how long did it take you to graduate from that fine institution? With a communications uh, degree. Shade under six and a half years. <laughs> All right. Six and a half, yes. Stone Temple Pilots was playing at the Patriot Center, and I got $5 off with my GMU ID. Been going to school for about two and a half years and hadn't had a date yet. I ran into a girl that I'd gone to high school with. Struck up a conversation with her on the way to one of my classes. About Peter? No. Mm. And I remembered the high school days. Her breath was as refreshing as a cube of ice on a hot summer's morn. Her skin was as soft as a thousand count Egyptian linen. <laughs> The gay similes. Oh, she was hot. She, she was. How, do you, uh, how is her breath refreshing? Oh man, she had this great. I don't know what it is. If she sprayed something in her mouth or what? <laughs> Maybe, but, like I just remember. She brushed her teeth. It could have been. I guess that would would account for the peppermint smell <laughs> of it. She she was hot. She was uh she's African American, beautiful. Yes, she was. Okay. Uh, I asked her if she would like to enjoy the STP concert with me. And then with any luck, we could blink. <laughs> I didn't really have... I didn't really have any clothes that were rock stars, so in a jiffy, I had to improvise. I made my own rock outfit consisting of sweatpants with the bottoms cut off and a sleeveless plaid shirt. Oh, such a dirtball. And... And who were you for this? Jesse James Dupree? Is that what you were going as? Was that your costume? Nah, man. I jackal? Try look, I tried to look cool. Uh, like, go for the grunge thing. You know, like... Who wears uh, sweatpants David, for grunge? David from Roseanne. I'm, I'm thinking you look what? like a... I'm thinking you look like a more queer Jesse Camp. 
I, mean, I wouldn't go that far. I just, I always pictured David from Roseanne as like the coolest uh, guy growing up. Was uh, that was... Darlene's boyfriend? Yes, Darlene's boyfriend. And that was the coolest guy you could think of. Yeah, dude. I In two thousand. He... Yeah. <laughs> I always thought he just kind of spiffy. I, I still watch the reruns. Uh, sleeveless plaid shirt. I love STP. Kim said, "I love them too." But I love them even more when I'm with a pretty lady. <laughs> so stupid. We got some snacks and enjoyed the show. When a little about halfway through the set, Kim said, I want to go into the mosh pit. I think it'd be so cool. Normally I'd be a little tentative about going in the mosh pit, but Kim gave me a rare strength. Can you carry me on your shoulders so I can see above the crowd? This was fantastic. I thought you were going to go for an extra bone joke, and I was going to smack you in the face. Oh, Kim's bad. ass would be planted firmly on my shoulders. We went down into the mosh pit, which was quite crowded. She got on my shoulders. Apparently, I had overestimated my strength as I felt my legs begin to buckle. I was nudged slightly by a larger man, causing me to accidentally drop Kimmy. On her shoulder <laughs> to the ground. <laughs> she lay there kind of wriggling. Wriggling? What's yes. wriggling? Me not knowing, and like me not knowing what to do. As I was contemplating it, somebody had came by and stepped <laughs> on her shirt, pulling it, causing one of her nipples to be briefly exposed. I stared in awe, not really sure about what I should do. I finally came to my senses, went... <laughs> this next part is bad. <laughs> Got the uh, the emergency uh, services uh, gentleman who worked there at the theater came by and assisted her. As she was in the gurney, I said, "Kim, don't worry. I'm sorry our date's ruined. We'll have another chance." They wheeled Kim, uh, Kim off, and sullenly, I was heartbroken as my date ended horribly. I was about ready to leave the Patriot Center, which had been cleared out long ago, when I noticed the bathroom. Fresh was the image of Kim's nipple in my head. Shut up. Oh, no. I decided to have my happy ending for that night. Hopefully Kim will be okay. It's the end. Oh. You're so dirty, dude. You ever been to the Patriot Center? Yes, I have yeah. been to the Patriot Center. I've seen a perfect circle there, slip not there. It is not a clean place. No. Yeah, it's not a place to run one. <laughs> There's a lot of bathrooms. I figured no one was going to come in. What? You couldn't wait till you got home or to your car? Here, here's the thing. Like When I see nudity, for some reason, like the picture fades really quickly. And if I got about a 20-minute span before it gets all blurry in my head... And I can't really use his material well. And this nipple was good, man. I'm serious. I'm dead serious. Had here. you never seen one before? No, but I'm saying it's. I'd never seen a, a, a black girl's nipple. That was the first time. It it's different. What? What do you mean it's different? It's, it's different. Keep digging the color. your hole. Huh? Oh my god. The color's different? Yes. It's, of course it is. Yes, but I didn't know that at the time. I'd never seen a black. Strip, All right. Stripper or... Yes.
She was a stripper? No, no, no. no but he's, but not, that, he's never even had that opportunity. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was a fr- and I was like, you've never shocked. seen that in porn? No, it was beautiful. I was, I was, I'm serious. <laughs> I was amazed. I, what? That's all I had. If you didn't notice, if I you could compare it to something, what would it be? Huh? Don't. I'd really rather not. A Midsummer's Morn. No. It's really one thousand count Egyptian cotton sheets, which that's the good kind. If you don't know cotton sheets, those are the kind that cost like sixty bucks at Target. <laughs> it's really funny to hear the cotton sheets expert over here reading this thing while the girls are laughing in the background, just like they used to in uh, yeah. In high school. And I don't feel comfortable about you talking about wearing sheets and uh, bringing a black woman and breaking her. Yeah. Well, that wasn't part of it. Pinchy from the corner says, maybe he was just hungry and thought it was a Hershey's kiss. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. You love food. Not so much after When you're in the room now, I'm just going to take them as theirs of my own. You know what I mean? I'm not going to credit you. Those are my jokes. Let's talk to uh, Melinda real quick here about her uh, play, because we have uh, Jason McHugh on the line. Oh, very good. Goody, uh, here's our uh, our friend, Miss Melinda. What's going on, Miss Melinda? What are you, uh, what are you up to? I know you brought in uh, three lovely ladies with you. Yeah, they're hot. <laughs> they, they, uh, they, they very much are. What? What's the story? What do you got going on? Well, we uh, at Melbourne Civic Theater are going to be doing Cannibal the Musical. It opens next Thursday, so in exactly one week. It plays October 12th through the 29th. It is written by Trey Parker, who is the co-creator of South Park. So... Not only is it about cannibalism, it's about wacky cannibalism. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> that's the best way to describe it. Don't y'all laugh at me. Come on. <laughs> I mean, seriously, let's get this right. Um, uh, basically, it's about uh, Alfred Packer, who was the first guy convicted of cannibalism in the United States. And it's his story of uh, taking a group of miners through the Colorado Mountains and Eating them <laughs> with music and dancing. All right, it actually sounds uh, sounds like fun. So who's who's joining us, Dubs? We have Jason McHugh on the line. Hey, how's it going, Jason? How you doing, buddy? Uh, good. How you guys doing? Fantastic. Now you played the uh, butcher in the uh, in the DVD release of yeah. uh, of uh, Cannibal. Yeah, have you ever seen correct. this? I've never seen it, man. I have it. I'll let you borrow it sometime. It's very very funny. Okay, so you've actually seen Jason yes. before? And yes. Yes. Uh... Uh, he he played the butcher in that, and actually he's been in Orgasmo too. I don't know if you've. Uh, I've owned Orgasmo. I bought it, and I still haven't watched it yet. It's just like every other deal. I want to. I, I wanted to watch it so bad that I purchased it. Uh, but for some reason, I'm all caught up on my uh, my DVR. All right, so tell us about the story. I know Melinda just told us a little bit, but what, do you, what can you tell us about it, uh, about it Jason? I, I mean, Melinda nailed it. You know, it's it's the true story of the first convicted cannibal in American history, Alfred Packer, and Basically, it's, it's all based on a true story, and we uh, we got the idea to do the film uh, going to the University of Colorado at Boulder, where the uh, the school cafeteria is named the Alfred Packer Grill, and they also have Alfred Packer Day with all these like look-alike contests and eating contests, and it's super retarded. Uh, no, it was very. Was it a school uh, like uh, your college project type thing that you made? Yeah, exactly. It, it was sort of um, it, it was sort of a school project that was it sort of de- depended either we were an independent movie or a school project depending on who we were talking to and what kind of deals we were trying to make but it sort of did bridge the gap between film school and the real world for us. Uh, you went to school with Trey Parker and Matt Stone. That's correct. Yeah, we were all film geek majors that's, there at Colorado. That's all. Uh, what else are you up to these days? What else you got going on? Um, well, I uh, actually. 
produced another film, and I work for Lollapalooza. Those are sort of the two main projects that I'm doing right now. But, Lollapalooza uh, still around? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I remember it being Shocking. around. Yeah, but who who who'd you guys have this last go around on Lollapalooza? Well, we did the, the tour came through in 2003. And then it crashed and burned a fiery death in 2004, and I thought it was history. But mm -hmm. then somehow Perry Farrell revived it and uh, brought it back as a three-day standalone in Chicago. So now oh, it's, wow. it's more like Coachella or Bonnaroo, but it's in Chicago, and it's Lollapalooza. What do you think happened in 2004 when it crashed and burned? We're talking to uh, Jason McHugh here in the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. What do you think happened? I mean, because it was, it was the it festival, wasn't it, Tubbs? It kind of started yeah. the whole festival I mean, tour. Now, every summer, you have nothing but the festivals. You have the OzFest or the Family Values and stuff. like. But Lollapalooza was the original. Do you think the market just became oversaturated? Uh, well, it was a couple things, you know. it's um, In 2004, it was a really hard... Uh, tour or touring summer because of the war, but also that year Lala had a, an especially uh, let's you know they had a, sort of their eyes were their eyes were bigger than their stomach and the idea was a two day festival in sixteen cities. One day was going to be alternative rock and the other day was jam rock, and you know they're the first that like sort of creating like the culture class festival festival setting. But uh, but this was too hard because you had one day you had Morrissey as a headliner, mm -hmm. and the other day you had the string cheese incident. Hmm. And uh, so there was nobody buying two-day tickets, and all the Morrissey fans were too old and wanted to see him in the club. Right, no, so two, I could see that. 2004 went down in flames. All right, it's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Jason uh, McHugh here in the Hideout. Um, now, the uh, Cannibal, the, uh, the musical, uh, is going on at the uh, Melbourne Civic Theater, October 12th through the 29th. Um, I just see this on my notes, Dubs, featuring hideout members. That's us. Yes. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. Uh, what's going on, Miss Melinda? We're going to be in the show? Well, um, I asked you, and you haven't gotten back to me, but, but Chunks and J-Dubs have, and both of them are going to be guest starring for a night. We have a guest starring role. Uh, it's the judge who actually, I think it's the historically accurate death sentence that he hands down. How many lines do I have? Because I get paid it's per line. It's on a piece of paper, baby. You don't even have to memorize any. I'm not up. a retard. I know how to memorize I things. No, so I need that piece of paper. <laughs> I get paid <laughs> paid by the syllable. Um, I was Trey Parker's father's part in the movie. Yeah. I'm in. I'm in then. Uh, there's no doubt I want to be. Hey, tell me a little bit. I'm sure you hate talking about your buddies, but, I mean, how hard do those guys work? I mean, I know you're, you're doing your thing, too, but can you give any insight? Because obviously South Park yeah, fantastic well, I, show. I, sure. I, I had a... Uh, I had dinner with Matt last night, you know, and they're in the middle of the season right now. And, like, yesterday's show was, like, one where they thought it really wouldn't even air. And I guess when it did air, there were some technical difficulties. Because, you know, the a typical South Park is done in a week. Right. Yeah, because you know? that, so that's how they keep it so current. And, yeah, uh, it, exactly. It's like, a, it's like a diary, basically. So, <laughs> so when, uh, you know, when, like, there's technical problems and something crashes and burns, it, it, uh, it, it screws things up very heavily. And so... There's a lot of sleep-deprived South Park uh, employees in the last 48 hours. Yeah, that. I'm sure they're uh, completely busy. Well, dude, we appreciate you coming in uh, to that. Miss Melinda, you had a question for Jason? No, I don't have a question. I just want to say hi, Jason. Do you, do you hi, love Melinda. Him? Hi. Do you all know each other? Not really. We're, we're 
strangers that are friends. Oh, God. All right, this sounds creepy. Are yeah. you stalking Jason, Melinda? It sounds to me... Melinda's amazing stalking. <laughs> my girlfriend's all good. No, I'm not stalking Jason. It sounds to me like you are. It sounds to me like he's not quite sure who you are and why he's on the radio with us. <laughs> and he's just like... No, I'm, I'm really... I'm actually excited about Melinda Chef. She's been putting a lot into it and... All right, well, I guess I am, too, since I'm going to be in it. I'm uh, looking forward to that. Well, dude, I appreciate you coming to the hideout, man. Uh, you got a website or anything particular for you that you want to plug, Jason? Uh, well, you know, the, the thing that I would be plugging right now is my new film. It's called Electric Apricot Quest for Festeroo, and it's a mockumentary about a jam band. And <laughs> nice. it's Les Claypool from Primus's directorial debut. Oh, wow. So you can check out our preview at craptv.com or electricapricot.com. All right, craptv.com I think will be very easy. When does that come out? Um, it's going to come out in uh, February, actually. We're going to do, with, it's you know, it's a mockumentary about a jam band, but it's a real band. So we're going to do an eight-city tour, and um, National Lampoons is going to take it out for, you know, a small theatrical. So uh, right, Hold on, so it's a real band, but it's a mockumentary. Like, what, what are you mocking, just like? Like the whole- uh, you know, we're, we're saying it's a cross between The Office and The Grateful Dead. That's sort of, that's ah. sort of how we uh, that's how we're saying it. It's it's less of a mockumentary than uh, it is a fake documentary. If that makes any sense. <laughs> it's funny. I, it, it, it sounds, sounds interesting. Yeah, at least. Nonetheless, I'm uh, <laughs> uh, it may be too smart for me, but uh, <laughs> I, I'm actually looking forward to that. It sounds like it's gonna be a lot of fun. Jason McHugh, thanks for coming in the hideout, bro. Appreciate it. Thank you guys. Thank you, Melinda. All right, bye bye. That's good. Dork. I am. What is <laughs> it about you're that? You're beaming guy? over there. I bet your panties are ruined right now. <laughs> they are, aren't they? <laughs> no. <laughs> I wanted to be like. I wanted to be like. Jason, Jason, I love you. I want to have your little babies, but I decided not to. Check her seat. <laughs> That's Russ Rollins' seat, and if that seat is damp, we're going to be in trouble. God, I've never seen anyone behave like that before. Is he good looking? Is it, no? Why is somebody saying no? You can run in the bathroom if you want. That's where Chunks does his thing. I'm sure it's going to smell like Captain Ahab's when sitting there. Oh, come oh. on. Oh. Be nice. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Bring it to the phone. Snoop Doggy Dog and Dr. Dre is at the dope. Ready to make an entrance, so back on up. Before I have to pull the strap off. Alright, we're back in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1, Thursday night. Uh, Alright, Miss Melinda, you're here, you're plugging your show. It's um, October 12th to the 29th at the Melbourne Civic Center, um, Cannibal the Musical, the movie version. Is that right? Yeah, and the uh, contact info is, uh, for the box office, it's 321-723-6935. You can find us on our official uh, theater webpage, and that's www.mymct.org, or our MySpace page, and be friends with us, and that's myspace.com slash cannibal at MCT. All right, here's the, uh, here's the thing. Uh, everybody uh, that's watching right now on Real TV wants to see the girls. Mm-hmm. Who are the girls you brought with you? Are they in the show? Yes, they are, actually. Every single one of them is in the show. Right. Um, Who's who? Yeah, they're the eye candy. Oh, nice. Okay, I dig. Yes. Um, she That's appears basically. <laughs> no, I hear you. no, it's, it's true, though. I mean, she's This hot, is, whatever. for everyone who has been I mean, on the forums, nasty. this is yummy. <laughs> From the forums. Oh, right there? To yes. the left? Oh, okay, nice. That is yummy. Okay. You and see the one you were making out with at the uh, midget wrestling? I, I 
got the chocolate sauce cleaned up off of me by her. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I do okay. I forgot from the uh, from the couple of uh, hookers that were uh, wrestling each other. Yes. Okay, very good. <laughs> and she basically appears half naked throughout the whole show. Wonderful. Oh, well, then maybe she should do it now. Are you wearing a bra? <laughs> Are you wearing a bra? Yes. All right. Then take the top shirt off. <laughs> it's just like it's the theater. It's my cannibal bra, though. Actually. Yeah. Well, let's see it. At let's least flash it just once. You're gonna do it for thousands of people. At least do it just once. Yeah. Do it for the hundreds of thousands on real TV. <laughs> Come on. Do, do it. Let's take the shirt off. I will. God's sakes. I will kiss you if you just don't flash once. Don't kiss me anyway. Just flash once. All right, who's, on. who's next then if she doesn't All right. want to do it? <laughs> this is uh, Marsala, or as I like to call her. Uh huh. I like to call her my uh, Hispanic hottie friend. Mm-hmm. Um, Stand up. <laughs> Stand up. Yeah, I told you, you heard me. Stand up. Show him that ass. Hey, turn around. <laughs> Damn. Actually, I'm very proud of my legs. All right, you can do that too, whatever you want. Turn around. Oh, let me see your shoes. Can you come up and bring up your, sh- your shoes? <laughs> Just put your leg right on the table. Yeah. Just let me see your shoe right there. Yes, do it. What are you wearing? Melinda, you just want to see this. Nice underwear shot. Yeah. That's what I was trying to shoot for. Thank you. Uh, What are you, like Puerto Rican or something? I am Colombian. Nice. uh, Mixed with German, actually. Oh, that's a great mix. You (laughs) must be proud of your uh, history. Uh, And who else is with you? And then this is uh, Sarah. She is actually one of my bestest friends, guys. Mm -hmm. All right, very uh, good. And both of them are in the chorus, and they also play the Indians who are in the show. All right, so what are we supposed to do? And when are we supposed to do? We're a judge. You're a judge. When is this? You, you're just going to condemn the dude to death. That's it. Yeah, I don't know. Read off yeah, note cards and be long, like... How long are we on stage? Five minutes, and then you enjoy the show. I don't know if I can go to Melbourne for five minutes. <laughs> what, you need a starring <laughs> role? Yeah, well, I mean, listen, I love Melbourne, but that's a long drive. See, whoever books the, whoever books the October 28th show, that's Mega Ween, so that's totally worth it to come out, because that's our block party. That's our night after Monster Ween. Yeah, you I know. know. That's over two nights of be. party. Oh, come on. Yeah. You, can go, you can go out there, though. Uh, the Metro's right there. Oh, so. I love the Metro. Yeah, I mean, the, the Metro is, is like five minutes from us. That's where we did our stunt ball. Here's what I'd like to do. I'd like for all three of us to go on the same night, and we'll just reenact <laughs> the scene three times over, and then you can cut it and paste it later. <laughs> I wish that were possible. Is this can live? I, this theater? Is this live? Can I oh, do yes. it like uh, mm. like some of those people who accept awards and just you go up to a video screen? <laughs> and there I am. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're cutting In away? In absentia. <laughs> um, all right, whenever we're out there, is there going to be like a pop-up ad where it says, here's El Jefe from the hideout, weeknights? Yeah, it's going to be in the program. Um, and also, Is it in the program already? Mm-hmm. Is it already? No, it's pro- going to be whoever, because we have a whole bunch of different. All right, put it in the program, and then I'll commit. It'll be in the program. I swear to God, it'll be a flyer in the program. You so- show me the flyer, and then I'll tell you whether or not I'm going to be there. <laughs> I will forward it to you tonight. <laughs> uh, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. All right, you guys want to do any dancing for the people uh, on Real TV and RealRadio.fm to really push the show? For them. Hey, come on, Melinda. You going to take your uh, shirt off at least people like your cleavage the most. Cleavage at the most, but I'm. I don't know if I told. You, I don't know if I told you guys. I am now Pregnant? the secretary. I got elected to secretary oh. for Melbourne Civic Theater. So when I'm here on theater business, Ooh. I can't be too naughty. Oh come on! But oh. when I'm here, by like then as get myself. Get the hell out of here! Go away! All right, there you go. We can't oh, see. Ron, right? Yeah, we can't see your boobs okay. because we then we wouldn't be able to show it on the uh, Clear Channel Real TV. Yeah, there. There's your secretary acting up for you. Mm-hmm. God damn. All right. Yeah, I'm sure you are. What's going on in Melbourne, man? Christ almighty. (laughs) 
So who, you're doing the show nude? Is that what's happening? Not me. No, uh, no. Who here is dating each other? Do you got any of these girls dating each other? Because Yummy seems like she has that lesbian side to her. I saw her out. I saw you. Dude, mm. I saw you out at the, um, what is the name of that thing? The midget wrestling we did. Yeah. You couldn't keep your hands off of any girl out there. Oh. That, there's, nothing, there's nothing wrong with it. Who do you like most? Like, if you had to scissor grind any three of these girls, <laughs> who are you picking? Is it Miss Melinda or is it the it might be the crazy Melinda. Puerto Rican next to you? I love the crazy Puerto Rican. She's Colombian. What? Colombian and German. Melinda. Whatever. They're calling it's Puerto all the Rican. same. Um. All right. So who would you be with? We gotta take a break already. Melinda. A little bit. We have two minutes. All right. Go sit on her lap then. <laughs> I was before. Yeah. Get back on her lap. <laughs> You have a nice ass for a white girl. That's nuts. That's cool. You have a better ass than the Puerto Rican. And I'm not a okay. What? What did I say? Oh, I'm sorry, Dominican. Uh, 407-916-104. Who wants to give Pinchy a lap dance in front of his girlfriend? Can we do that? That'd be... Just grind him a little bit. Yeah. All right, we'll take a break and come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. All right, back in the hideout, hour three, Real Radio 104.1. Real TV on RealRadio.fm to check out the chicks. Uh, 407-916-1041, Star 104.1 on your singular wireless phones. Oh, that's the soul brother. Uh, escorting people. Our new old friend. Yeah, he's, we're all good now. Everything's mm-hmm. everything's cool between us and uh, Soul Brother Kevin. It really was, I guess, a big misunderstanding. Yeah, I think he just got back from the uh, Martini Fest. Ah. So, yeah. Oh, is he drunk? <laughs> Come on in, Festive. Soul Brother. I think he picked up a lady friend. I'm giving it to her, dog. No, you're, you're as drunk as I was at the Matador. Come on in, have a seat, Soul Brother. What you, how you want to do it? Whatever you want to do, bro. we got a packed house tonight. but yeah, it's Come Soul on, Brother. take a seat at uh, one of the mics. <laughs> oh, he's so brother, so wasted. I love it. <laughs> what do you say? He's a Democrat? <laughs> Man, SBK's lost a lot of weight. <laughs> Who's the lovely lady? Hey, turn the uh, turn the uh, real oh, TV man, around real fast. On, you know, I don't do that. I don't do that. Oh, you don't want private to? life, private All right. citizen. All right, it's right. It's the <laughs> hey, dog. Hey, how you doing? Hey, looking good. You got any of that I tea am. to get you high? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, loose tea. Uh, so brother, so you were what out at Martini Fest tonight? I was at Martini Fest. Who's the lovely lady you got with you? Oh, uh, man, nobody. A uh, private citizen here. Uh huh. Did you did you meet at Martini Fest? No, no, that? no. We met uh before Martini Fest. Listen to you. I love. This is actually. Hey, this is the first date actually. Oh, wow. so you're bringing her to the hideout. Yeah. Nice. I know you're. Uh, you're. You guys were just out hanging out afterwards. Y'all going back to the Soul Brother pad later? Or? Well, you talk to her. Ask her what we doing after we leave. The Soul Cave. Oh, I don't know about that now. <laughs> Why not? Well, it's a first date. Lady has to, you know, no. be a lady. All right, well, what? Oh, be a lady. Not interested. <laughs> good night, then. That ain't working out so good. We're going to try to. We probably might do it in the truck. All right, let me ask you. The, the Scion, which, by the way, was weird, because I guess it was the first time I had seen Soul Brother Scion whenever yeah. I left here, and he was pulling in, and it was very odd, because we have the exact same car. Mm. Um... So, what would you do on a first date with a man of a uh, soul brother Kevin's stature? I've seen a picture of his uh, member on his phone too. It's 
If you go that far, you're in, yeah, you're in luck. Well, we went to Martini Fest, and it was very nice. It was a good time, had by all. Mm, nice. <laughs> she's a good spokesperson for the company. I oh, like yeah, that. she's good. <laughs> I like, she's got a great ass, too. Not Come to, on, help me out. All right. <laughs> now, do you know, uh, you, you know about the legendary soul brother Kevin, right, and everything, and who he is? I know he, he has is? an affinity for ass. <laughs> All right, stand up. Let me see if uh, you got enough for uh, oh, what's man. going on. Oh, no. All right, I won't. I'm sorry. I won't. No, no, I'll never ask y'all later. You can. You can do whatever you want. Um, you got the green light. So is this uh, is this marriage material we got oh, going on? Oh, my goodness. Last date. <laughs> man, y'all do this to me every time. <laughs> do we? Especially that dove. So surprised he ain't kicked in yet. Um, I'm afraid of you when you're drunk. No, I'm, I'm not drunk. I'm mellow, fella. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on so many drugs right now. Leak. Oh, prescribed by my doctor. <laughs> and she's a nurse, so it's cool. Oh, okay. Uh, straight with the defibrillator. Um, now, so brother, I thought you couldn't drink anymore. By the way, here's what's weird. I haven't seen so brother Kevin in so long. Mm-hmm. He's like that uncle you haven't seen in so long, but like the uncle has lost like 50, 60 pounds. And you're like, wow, it's a whole new guy. How you doing? There's a lot less of you to love now. Well, I tell you, I'm doing better than that kazoo guy y'all got. <laughs> Lord, what is going on with that? What? what it's dude, me. This dude walked up to me the other day and, 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 and was just started a conversation with me like he knew me. Yeah, it's always uncomfortable. He does the same thing to us, too. He's weird. Y'all need to do something with that boy. We're trying to kick him out. Make uh, me feel better about C-Lane head, nah. <laughs> it is true. <laughs> So what's next on the agenda on the Soul Brother date? Well, it's customary, you know. She, you know, she wanted to. I gave her a tour of the um, building mm-hmm. to see how things. You uh, let her see how things. Work. I want to ask her. Can I? Can I ask her a couple yeah, questions? Ahead, what's What's her name? Can we just call her Miss Soul Brother? Uh, Soul Sister. Let's call her B. All right, B. Um, when you go out on a date with somebody like, uh, let's call him Kevin, Kev, Big Kev, whatever. Um. Do you worry at all about what he's going to say on the radio? Like, you, do you care at all that he's an international player on the radio? Does any of that bother you? Not at all. Really? Nope. And I have not grabbed her booty yet. <clears throat> I know. I was expecting to have it grabbed a lot sooner than now. Then do it now. <laughs> I tried to kiss her earlier, and she kind of turned away from me. Aww. It's her first date. Come on, do your first kiss right what, here on the air. What is, oh, my goodness. What is the thing about a first date? Like, what is the first? You can kiss on the first date. You just can't give it up, right? Oh, that's true. How, how about if you, you can use hands? Let me ask this. I'm not drunk yet. What about if like he just nibbles on your ear? That's a whole different story. <laughs> Is that the same as kissing? No. I was looking for a good time. I cut my fingernails and everything. <laughs> hey, I will tell you, I made a promise to myself, and this is uh, Jeff Howell from the Monsters mm-hmm. gave me this advice. He said, man... If you ever find anybody that you give a damn about, don't bring around the circus. <laughs> so I you just don't rule number one. So you don't yeah, care right. about her. Yeah, that's what <laughs> that's what that story just told me. You don't care about her. No, you just broke the rule. I broke the rule because I'm drunk. <laughs> and I ain't signing the log. <laughs> Who are these log. people in here? I don't know. Good uh, lord! They just showed up. I'm not quite sure. I don't know, man. All right, so brother, it's good. So are we all good? Are we all good? Oh, no, no. Why, Why not? <laughs> we st- are we still beefing? Huh? Are we still beefing? We would never beefing, dog. You, did Look. you make a song about us? I heard you made a song about us. Oh, wow. 
I didn't think y'all heard. Yeah, because we were the on the song? cruise. I didn't make a song about it. Did I say anybody name in the song? <laughs> I heard it alluded. Do you have it? What's you it called? Hear it? I love it. Yeah, it was awesome. Let me get it. Because <laughs> I heard the soul brother made a song because he, he was mad about it. He just threw his girl right off, right off his lap. All right, see, so let's find it real fast. Now I want to hear the song. Because I heard it was dissing us. Let's be cool when we hear this song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so now i got to prepare myself. Well, this is good because at least we can finally talk everything out. He's drunk enough. He'll come on the show and he'll talk to us. All right, what's the name of it? It's called F-F-F. It's L-F-F. You put me on the spot. I didn't want to play this. Yeah, because here's the thing. We're on the Monster Cruise. We come back. Mm-hmm. And all the heretics are telling us, man, Soul Brother made a song about y'all, this and y'all. I'm a, um, what I am, I'm the 50 Cent Radio. Oh, he's the 50 Cent Radio. <laughs> Does that mean I can shoot you nine times, bitch? If I can lose all that weight and get ripped, <laughs> let's do it. Oh, man, I'm not going to find it. What's, what's the name of it? Is it Crack know. Baby? It's called SBK, oh, man. Because for those of you that don't know, there was a brief, I don't know what it was, uh, between SBK Live, Saturday nights here on Road Radio in the hideout, over a comedian. An unfunny comedian. Oh, God. Oh, I think he's funny. Yeah, well. I love the truth coming out right now. He's right. Truth syrup. Is that it? He's just going through stuff now, admiring his own stuff that he has in the computer. Can I play something where where I was telling you? But never mind. Oh, oh what's that Pedro Lima thing? Never mind. That's nothing. Don't be looking through this. <laughs> I'm right here. You're in my booth while we're going through this. Don't be watching me. <laughs> I got to find it, man. Maybe we need to go to Cabrick. A break on commercial. Cabrick? Or maybe both. Were you driving today? Driving who? All right, just want to make sure. All right, let's take a break and come back, and we'll hear the SBK diss song of the hideout. I just want no weed, though. All right, well, then you're all right. It's the hideout for Radio 104.1. SBK, boom, Have we found the song? All right, we're back in the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. It's like an open door. There are a whole bunch of people in here tonight. Um... Soul Brother says it's not in the uh, in the system anymore. That he said he deleted it from the system because mm. they weren't going to play it anymore. Convenient. What was it about? I do want to know. He's looking for. It. He's doing one more once over, and then we'll ask him what the song was about. Because for a moment, there seemed like there was an issue between our show and their show. And we always asked him. He said, "No, no, no." But there's a song out there. There was a song out there. Some things were said, and um. You think that's it? Nah, that's wrong with 29 seconds. Oh, all right. All right, so, so, brother, you you can head back in there. What, uh, what, right. what was the song about? What was it? It was... <laughs> <laughs> I know you're on a date. By the way, so, brother, is fresh off a date from Martini Fest. But he stopped in. We this just want date, to... The, my date is going bad. No. She's getting sober. No. All right, well, you, you can bolt right after this, then. No, man, you know, I'm an old school hip-hop dude, you know. Me too, I love it. <laughs> so, you know, it's like if I get frustrated, I'll write some stuff out in a rhyme. But really, I was hurt, Hefe. Well, about what? what I happened? was hurt. Because you and I, I'd like to think that here at Real Radio, you are uh, 
outside of this show, you were my, you were one of my best friends. Right, and you know, it's like I'm the only black dude up here. You don't let her. Mexican dude up here, and it's like, we got to stick together, man. Agreed. Wait, you falling for the bit that he's Mexican? I am Mexican. <laughs> I'm part yeah. black. That's why my name's Dro. Right, but well, it's like when when um the police pull you over, yeah, they straighten it all out. Who was the police? When the police will pull you oh, over. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They know you Mexican. Mm-hmm. Oh, you no, can no, say no. what you want. They look for knives well, and shoot cocaine. Shoot your ass six to eight times. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is that we got to stick together. It was some miscommunication. And, you know, it's like we all on the same team. Agreed. I, th- I thought we were all on the same team. Yeah, but you know what you did, though. What did we do? It wasn't you, uh, Doug. It was just Hefe. I honestly don't know what I did. What did Hefe do? I thought that when we and me and you had a conversation off the air, a private conversation, I thought it was kind of over. But then I cut on the radio, and you got a... Uh, you got a... Uh, the, the the big pig dude. <laughs> Why the hatred for Pedro? Why the hatred? I don't understand. Well, I thought he was talking about me. Jesus. <laughs> With the full mouth back there. Maybe he should no. be. Hey, look. Hey, I, Pedro, be... Pedro's a funny dude, and I respect him, but I just don't... You got loyalties just... other places. I don't like reasons. how he went about his business. I, we I all can... want to get out there. We all want to be big, man, but, you know, I just thought that... I got you. You know, I mean, he's like... Here's the thing. When I brought everything up on the air, honestly, Mm -hmm. I did not think that what we had talked about wasn't for the air. You know what I mean? Like, that's... And that that is where the miscommunication could be. Because I called you and everything went down. I said, hey, before I talk about this on the air, I just wanted to ask you, you know, does this seem right? You do know that when you first talked to me, I was on the toilet. <laughs> well, every time I talk, I trying to, most of our conversations, one of us is on the pod. I was trying to say whatever I had to say to, 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 to get a, you know. All right, Matt to says. Finish my business. Matt says, speaking of races sticking together, is there any chicken left? There's a lot back in the back. This is the one night that mm-hmm. Matt Albert isn't up here, and there's so much food in the back. Here's the thing, and I want to say this straight to your face. All right. I apologize for talking on the air about something. Why you got your fingers crossed? That. You can see them over here. I didn't know you could see that. Uh, that's <laughs> so drunk. Uh, I honestly didn't know that I couldn't bring any of that stuff up on the air, and I didn't know why you got so mad at me about that. But you, well, know, you knew. Hey, you knew the whole time what was going to happen. You did it anyway. Listen, shut the hell up! Don't you turn heel on this? Don't you turn on me? I did not know it was going to happen. Hey, I think that um, it was a lot to do about nothing. Agreed. Um, maybe more. That's not what Happy said. <laughs> Shut up, Dubs, instigator. It was like, and stuff started getting back to me around the building that wasn't coming out right. Dude. And, and then I looked at it like, you know what I'm saying? In the end, they're going to be like, look, all oh, the two minorities on the station can't get along. Look at them. They're fighting. They're fighting over nothing. Let's let them kill each other. Then we got to pay the health benefits. South Central Maitland. Um... So now what? So we're all good now? Well, we've been good, man. I've supported the hideout from the beginning. And, I will continue to support the hideout. I'll continue to come to Matador. Happy hour yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. A high, thank you for reminding me. Hideout happy hour tomorrow at the Matador from <laughs> 5 to 8. Um, you go back and you listen to any of the tapes, too. And we do not say one bad word about SBK and SBK Live because we love you and we love the show. Who? 
Yeah, right. it is. That's what I <laughs> but you gotta know that that's a bitch. That that son of a bitch is trying to run over there. That was him. You you gotta know that. Yeah, man. You know sometimes when you're not listening, when you're not on the air and you're at the house, and you might be imbibing. Right. You hear things a different way. See what? You're the one that Dubs started all this. You I did not. Dubs. How Dubs. dare you? Again, he came to me as a friend. The white mm-hmm. man coming in, dropping off crack cocaine yeah, in our neighborhood. Yeah, got me addicted to this funky tea. <laughs> I was smiling that you? the whole time. <laughs> How's that treating you? Oh, it's so good, Timmy. <laughs> we got to get up on it, dog. Oh, got man. plenty. Well, there he is. <laughs> There's the soul, brother. I'm gonna try to redeem my date. Well, can we do anything to help you? Is there anything no, we can you've do? done plenty to help me already. I already am already here talking, working off the clock. Yeah. Well, you used to never mind coming in here. Yeah. <laughs> you always used to show up when your cable got cut or your power got cut off, and you had to come up here and pay the bill and hang out till it got cut back on. You don't even want to know what happened with my water today. <laughs> what? I, I, I don't know if this is helping your day. What happened with your water? I had my water. My water was supposed to get cut off today, and I was supposed <laughs> to pay the bill. I forgot. So I went and paid the bill right after I got off the air because I had to pick up at 545. 545. I was late. I'm sorry, baby. He was very late. I was very late. I'm so sorry. God, I ain't going to get none now. Nope. Let's go but, to... But uh, I did bathe for it. So <laughs> what happened was I had turned the shower on so when the water came on, I know it. Right? So, but then I, I was in the shower and the water man thought nobody was home. So the water man cut the, sh- the water off while I was in the shower. So I ran, I put some clothes on, soaking wet, and I had to follow him down the street like, hey, man, cut my water on. <laughs> and he cut it on. It was wow. some Haitian dude. And we talked, <laughs> we talked in uh, his language for about 30 minutes. Bill McCoy, you're in the hideout. Hey. Yeah. Kevin, is, is, does this mean I'm going to start calling in on the hideout again? Who is this? Bill McCoy. He, he says you're he, he's your guitarist. This is dirt. Dirt. Hey, this is dirt, Kevin. Where you at, dirt? He wants you're to know. What, what, right what is this ham radio? What's he, going on? He wants to know. He wants to know if he can call back to the hideout now. Ten what four. is he talking about? I guess you uh, put a stop to him calling up. Man, you can call whoever you want if you got some minutes in your cell phone. What is going on? I don't know. Did you tell your? Co- Guitarist, not to call our show. No, I didn't tell nobody to call nobody. I'm a free loving creature. <laughs> I love. I her. love everybody. You gonna love her on your lap? Huh? B. You gonna love her? Oh man, the sweetest right here. What's your makeup, <laughs> sweet? Smell like mangoes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know mangoes or something. That's Very uh, tropical lady. <laughs> She's Puerto Rican, Boricua. <laughs> so she over there across from me. Yeah. Yeah. No, she isn't. You She's too? Colombian and German. Oh, my bad. They like the Colombian chicks like it in the booty. I don't say that. You can't say that. You can't say that. What's wrong with you, SBK? All right, that's my exit. Nah, five thousand. SBK, I want to be you. All right, man, five thousand. Wow. <laughs> no, you can't talk or get the way I dump. Did I get the shock jock drop? Shock shock yeah! shock 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 jock. Love having our boy. That's stellar performance. All right, well, I'll talk to you. Who later. was that? You gonna accept my phone calls? Yeah. That was SBK. Who? All right. SBK. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that, the Puerto Rican in the corner raised her hand, and said, "Yeah, I like that." Huh? Talking about what we had to dump out. <sighs> All right, 
God, people are mean. What are they saying now? Tell SBK it's nice to hear a talented black guy on the hideout. Ouch! That was a nice Ooh. dig at Matt. I said dig. Don't be racist. All right, what are we going to do now? So you girls aren't going to make out with each other, dance around or anything? You're dismissed. Beat it. <laughs> what's your number? Here's what's, here's what's crazy. Uh, I was in theater. I know the shenanigans and the craziness and the the lewdness that goes on in dressing rooms, after parties. I bet all of you shared a sex toy. <laughs> I bet you pass it around like it's dope. Jab, jab, pass. It's a hideout, real radio, 104.1. Kicking off hour uh, four, Thursday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Uh, Real, Real TV on RealRadio.fm. Guinness, go ahead and turn that around on the girls again. So they can see all the people, all the people watching them on Real TV on RealRadio.fm. Just a bunch of hams. As soon as the camera turns on them, all of a sudden they stand up straight. And the Puerto Rican one just kind of like, like, held their boobs at me. If you're going to hold them, show them. Just thinking how much I want to be Rocky right now and just punching them. <laughs> Speed bag? Yeah. I want to make her so uncomfortable she's ready to leave. Oh, look who's on the phone. Who's that? Dustin Diamond. Get the hell out of here. Oh, this is fantastic. He's appearing, I believe, uh, going to be at the improv. Dustin Diamond, you're in the hideout. What's up, brother? They still are talking to him back there. Put him on hold. I got all the setup ready. All right. Dustin. 104.1. <laughs> what's going on? Put it on. Put it on. What's up, Dustin? Hey, what's up, man? How you doing, brother? I'm good, man. Hey, we uh, we are in uh, in the area in Florida here. We just went to the pilot show, and uh, I took part, and I got to uh, rape and pillage. It was awesome. All right, you sound so drunk right now. Have you uh, been no, enjoying? No, no, actually, I'm not drunk. I'm I'm uh, planning to get drunk. I'm with recording artist uh, Fabian here, and we went in, and we uh, we we we're gonna take home some wenches. Is what it's about. Uh where are you performing this weekend, Dustin? I'm at the uh, Orlando Improv, and Fabian is all over Florida. All right, who is Fabian? Who is this kid? Never heard of him. Who's Fabian? Hold on a second. Oh, well, don't worry. <laughs> now Fabian's hey, going to get how the... how you doing? Fabian. 104.1, I... Fabian Music. How are you doing tonight? Uh, Fabian, so are you a are you a, are you a rock star or a pop star? I'm actually an R&B pop star. Just got signed to Primoris Records, Universal Music Distribution. Oh. We'll be we'll be dropping the first week of January. Actually, the album is called Next Level. Do we? Can we see if we have any Fabian here now? Why are you hanging? Why are you hanging out with Dustin Diamond? Are you guys like old friends or what? Yeah, Dustin and I are old friends, and uh, we're just out perusing the city, having a good time. I happen to be in the area. He called me up. And uh, I said, why not? Let's hit the Pirates Dinner Adventure and see, you know, see what kind of good time we can have tonight. We just actually came back from Ohio doing some tours over there, so I'm going to let Dust tell you about that. All right, thank yeah, you. Let me do Don't Fabian like a hippie or some nonsense. Fabian tapped Kelly way back in the day. And, Tiffany uh, Amber Thiessen? was a pimp, and uh, he tapped Kelly and Jesse. Never Lisa, though. She was my All right, here's the thing, Dustin, and I'm so glad you're on the show with us right now because you are high. 
You, I yeah. could tell. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, you may not be drunk, but you're high, sir. Wasted. I can so hear it in your voice because sober people don't talk like you. Uh, hey, I am always sober, my friend. I can drive like nobody's business. Just leave the lights you, off. You get a hot lady, you put me in the driver's seat, ooh, it is on. <laughs> I, I, uh, all right, so you were going to be at the Orlando Improv this weekend. Um, I was checking out uh, StandUpOrlando.com. Can I play yeah. a little audio for you and see if you, like, get your reaction to it? Okay. All right, here we go. Now, this is a buddy, uh, this is a guy we've had in on the show before, but this is him on StandUpOrlando.com, and he's doing a podcast. Um, and it's like where all the local comics get together, and they, you know, they talk about comedy. And they start talking about you. Okay, Dustin? We're doing a live interview. Hideout download. Tell your boy Fabian to calm down in the background, all right? All right, Dustin, here we go. So, Pat, you talked about who you really like. And I see this smile on your face already. Why don't you tell us who you hate? Um, for one thing, I cannot stand uh, comics like Screech from Saved by the Bell, who have no goddamn rights to be on stage. Now, a lot of people would say, Screech, why, why, do, you, why do you hate on Screech? You oh, know? because, you know, coming up, it's so difficult to get gigs as it is. But since he was a child actor, he's got pull enough to... Go into B clubs where we need to fill in the weeks, and uh, he he's booked like 40 weeks out of the year, and basically he's taking money uh, away from comics with actual talent. If you watch wow. Street to Stand Up, he opens up with, "I'm not even a comic. I don't tell jokes." That's great. That's thank thank you for telling me that. It's like going to a brain surgeon. Like, hey, I'm not a surgeon. I just like to play with knives. Thanks. That that that, that makes me feel. Comfortable. I'm glad you told me that. I'm glad we came out for this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank, thank you so much. And and, and the- what do you think about that, Screech? When guy, do you get a lot of that from lo- from like comics and stuff, or mad at you from the fame it, that you've gotten? It's funny to me that you can't separate Screech from Dustin Diamond. You know what? I got a Showtime special coming out. I got all kinds of stuff coming out. I got a show, t- a show special with Nick Jagger coming out. And you know what? I need. I never need to defend myself. The fact that jealous comics can talk all the crap that they want. Right. But I'm selling out shows, and you know what? The bottom line is, is that uh, people say I don't deserve it because I was an actor. Well, you know what? I'm funny. And the bottom line is, if you're funny and the audiences are selling out and the packs, the, the shows are packed, it doesn't matter. So, uh, you know, I, I appreciate being on your show. and, and uh, But, I mean, to throw something like that at me off the bat, some... Some nobody that no one's heard of that's jealous for reasons that nobody cares well, about. Well, no, no, no. I mean, look, I'm not trying to be an ass to you. I'm, I'm, I, to... I'm wondering if you get that a lot from uh, these local comics when you come into towns. So, like, I mean, do you ever do you, do you hear that where it's like, hey, here we have, you know, Dustin. I'm Dustin Diamond now, the comedian. But do you ever say, you know, do you ever do you ever hear anything from these guys? Do any of these guys ever say this to your face? Let's put it this way. The improv was sold out before I ever did any radio show, including yours. So, bottom line is, Screech is the shit, bitch! Oh, you can't, can't say, say that. that. And then he hangs <laughs> up. All right, do you want to... Did you, did you dump out of him? Yeah, I got it. All right, here, I'm gonna, you want me to play the rest of this for you? Sure. All right, this is Pat Garrity in StandUpOrlando.com. Hideout Download. Hold on a second. He does not have any comedic talent whatsoever. You see, he he ended his career and it saved by the bell after ten years. I don't know how long you can do a high school sitcom, you know, for ten years. years yeah, is yeah, the yeah, yeah. So he ends that, and he's like, oh, what am I going to do with my life now? Uh, stand up comedy. Why? Because like I said before, 
oh, that look, they're just talking. Looks easy enough. So he robs, basically robbing other talented comics who are coming up by getting on stage. And now he's bitching because he's about to lose his house. Not because his, he says his parents made bad decisions with his money to say about about. No, because he's a raging cokehead and he sucks. Ouch. All right, and that's why he's, you know, on stage robbing other comics with talent. So he's a piece of, and uh, hopefully he'll overdose sometime soon. And wow. I really mean that. <laughs> wow. All right, that's from Pat. That's hardcore. That's Pat Garrity saying that. Wow, dude. Why would he hang up? He got pissed at us. Is his, <laughs> is his number on there? Can we call him back and see if... Do you have his number on there? No. That line doesn't have color ID. Oh, oh is he calling back? Hold on, because he'll get it. Is that him? All right. Dustin. Yeah, this, this is Bushman for Dustin Diamond. Do you have his number on there? Why, Dustin. Why did he hang up? Why did he, why did he curse and then hang up the phone? Because he, he felt like he was being having to defend himself. No, we, we were asking him if that happens a lot. We were, we're trying to get a look into Dustin Diamond's life. Dude, look, what are we going to do? Are we going to ask him about his foundation? Yeah, right, hold on a second. Turn your radio down. Well, well, the bottom line is this. I mean, you know, Universal Records has stepped up. Uh, Prime Morris Records has stepped up to sign this man. You know, Universal Distribution has stepped up. Right, who am I uh, talking to right now? I don't know. Who am I hey, Beth, do you want to talk? Hold, no? on. Right, hold on. Turn down this radio. Can we talk to you for a second as a spokesperson? Yeah, I mean, here, do you want to talk to him? Uh, uh, he doesn't even hold want, on, if hold he doesn't on. Want... Uh, who, just put someone on the phone that wants to talk. Alright, here's Hey. Yeah. Alright, listen. Who is this? This is George Burton, CEO of Primoris Universal. Okay, alright, so all right. do you want to talk to us or are we going to yeah, get the phone I'll, I'll pass? Talk to Pat Garrity. Right, Give yeah. me this nobody. Give me this nobody. Alright, well, well, we'll get you Garrity's number. He's come in on the show before. I don't want to, I don't understand how this is supposed to be some sort of an ambush. We, a local comics, guys who come in here all the time, they had an opinion about right. Dustin. I want to play it for him well, and have him comment on it. It's not like hey, I listen. wanted to, well, hold on, let me listen. finish mine and I'll let you finish yours. Okay, listen, Dustin is playing at the improv. Is your local comic playing there? Yes, actually he has played the improv before. Uh, the, no, before, I'm talking about has he sold the improv out. Listen, it's not about who's selling who out. Obviously, Screech is going to sell it out because he has we, name and, recognition. And we just want to know how he felt about that stuff. We weren't we weren't attacking him. We are giving him a, a okay. chance to uh, him, uh, talk him, back well, at it. Hold on, him, hey, him, hold our, on dude. Our, him hanging our, up just proves hey, that he's we insecure. Got, all we got was we, we tuned in, and all we heard was a fucking ambush. Dude, Jesus you Christ, can't he can't swear. Put him I on hold. hold. Listen, you dumbasses, because you're listening to the radio right now. Obviously, you hanging up proves you have some sort of insecurity about what Garrity said. That's all this is. This, we just gave you a chance to uh, say your piece about it. You're showing it right now. you got to chill the hell out with the cussing if we're going to talk on the radio. I don't mind pushing your gig. Like you said, it's sold out, so there's no reason to push it. We're going to ask you about the whole Dirty Sanchez thing, too. What? What do you want us to ask you about Saved by the Bell? I thought you wanted to move past that. Fifteen years ago? Don't you want to talk about your stand-up career? This is what people are talking about with your stand-up career. It's a you, chance to defend yourself. Either you can address it now or we'll talk about Zach Morris. We're trying to have something new for you to discuss. Of course you're going to sell out the improv. You're screech. We grew up with you. 
All right. We're gonna are, are you ready for Dustin Diamond or are you ready for Screech? Tell me who you're ready for. We, Dude, we wanted to talk about Dustin Diamond. We, we didn't want to talk right. about Screech. Hey, then here it is. You're going to get Dustin Diamond. We, Shut your boy past a fucking clown. Jesus, Jesus. Christ. You Stop are a cursing. retard. All right. Keep him on hold so we can, so we can uh, listen he again. Just, he just uh, hung up again. They're still listening, though. Yeah. You morons. You don't even get it. We never once asked him about being screeched. We never talked about Saved by the Bell once. What were we asking you about? Being a comic and what you run into on the road as a comic. And I use the term loosely now because I didn't hear a single funny thing when you called in. And who's Fabian? I've never heard of that fruit. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I think I should leave a note for the monsters tomorrow. Morning. Whatever. <laughs> I think we're doing them a favor. Who wants to talk to this clown? Can't even ask him a reasonable question. Pedro. Pedro, are you there? Hi, girls. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So, uh, did, does this go on my record of making more friends? Yeah, this is another enemy you've made us because you set this no, up. No, listen, please. That guy makes absolutely no no sense. Did and you he hear? Goes by did you? I didn't hear it because I'm in Marco Island. Apparently, uh, over here in, in Jurassic Park, they don't get uh, any good radio. Um, <laughs> I, all we did is first we were talking to him. We plugged the gig like four times. We I was trying him. to get Gary on the phone because uh, my brother calls me up while I was on stage. He's like, dude. They played the Garrity clip, and I'm trying to get Garrity because Garrity uh, might show up tomorrow to the improv to show a little support for Screech. Oh, jeez. Oh, we got Fabian on the line now. I Like, I want to talk to that <laughs> clown. I'm not putting any more of them on the air if they can't stop cursing. They curse one more time, they're done. Hey, hey you know there's a rule over here in Marco Island because of Screech? What? Uh, apparently there's a... <laughs> Uh, don't do coke. Oh, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, we aren't going to sit here calling them what? a cokehead. We don't know anything about that. I don't know anything. Diet, diet coke. No all diet right, coke in the... All right, in fine. The... All right, thank you. I'm not going to sit here and say what the guy does and doesn't do, because I don't know anything for a fact. I don't want to judge him over that. Yeah, whatever. Who, who hasn't done a drug or two? Mm -hmm. Well, me, but... Fabian. That's not... That's. <laughs> I put him on... Hold on. Put him on hold. All right, listen. Clowns, you can go on the air. I don't mind you going on the air. You have to follow the same rules that any other douchebag who calls in has to follow. Turn your radio down. Otherwise, we're not going to hear a single word that you say. Turn your radio My down. Friend, so you need to reconsider what you just asked me to do and open up your ears. I'm listening to you. Say what, who, who are we talking what? to now? Fabian, I just told you at the beginning of the interview, if you was a good host, you would have realized it. You want to listen. But I'm just phoning in to answer your questions. Uh, first of all, I've never heard of you, you fruit. I don't know what kind of music you do, you ass. Don't sit here and judge me on what kind of a host I am. I've never heard of your <laughs> crap music. Hey, put you the, know what? Let's, put Screech on the phone, my bitch. Put Screech you, on the phone. If you do your research, you I, know, I you know who, the, do, who the fuck I am. Right, Jesus. out of them. No one knows who you are. No one will. No one Christ. wants to talk to Fabian. You fairy. <laughs> and no one wants to talk to Dustin either. They want to talk to Screech. We attempted to have a conversation about, with him about stand-up. 
And he curses, and we have to dump out of him and hang up on him. Or he, he hung up. up. He hung up, hung up first. Like, <laughs> I care about you. Oh, no, we've made enemies with some pop star. No one's a... Not even a pop star. You're a pop rock. You clown. I'm sure you're exploding in mouths all the time. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Dopey. What do you got, Dopey? Oh, I had a killer bit for Screech, man. I'm so disappointed. He needs one. Yeah, maybe you can send it to him. Do what you gotta do, bro. Do what you gotta do. You're lucky we didn't do the bit we were gonna do. (laughs) We're gonna talk about the Dustin Diamond Foundation. Oh no! (laughs) Talking about the loss of his first child. Just play that in the background the whole time. We decided to ask you about. Oh, there's no Dustin. (laughs) Guess what? That's funnier than anything you're gonna do all weekend. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's terrific. I didn't want to do it, but you pushed me over the edge by cursing on our show four times. Clown. Doing sex tapes no one cares about, you freak. Ed. What are we going to talk to him about? Nothing. We tried to talk to him about something to be interesting, but he didn't want to do it. Ed, what do you got? Uh, I used to do stand-up. I still every now and then do stand-up with uh, Patrick Garrity. And uh, and if and if anybody ever saw his act, they would never call him a no-talent local guy. The guy's brilliant. And also a veteran of uh, serving over in Iraq. And, you know, and you, right. know, you, can't, you can't speak about somebody and not know about them. All right, here's the thing. We heard it first here in the hideout. Dustin Diamond hates Iraqi war veterans. <laughs> yeah, he's a veteran of serving food at the max, faggot. <laughs> and so does his fruity friend, Fabian. <laughs> I don't want to stop. I'm going to keep going until I'm done. William in the 407. Those bitches are still listening. How you guys doing? It sounds like you guys opened up a whole new segment here for these callers. What's up, bro? Um, no, no, I'm just, uh, I'm thinking, you know, maybe he's drunk. I bet you guys are probably going to get an apology in Moscow tomorrow. I'll be listening out for that. All right, thanks. I remember I was listening to our buddies O&A, mm-hmm. Opie and Anthony, and I guess the boys over on Whackbag voted Dustin Diamond the second worst interview ever behind a guy who made balloon animals. <laughs> and I knew that, you know? And so I'm like, hey, let's... Let's try to do something decent with this guy. Let's talk to him about something, you know, Not worth regular. a damn. Yeah. Instead of asking him about the peach pit. Oh, wait, no, it's the wrong show. The other one was on that show. Gargamel, dude. What's up, man? How you doing? Yeah. I happen to be there at Pirates helping serve Mr. Diamond tonight, and yeah, he was wasted. Uh, all right, I'm not going to say what he was and what he wasn't. You know, <laughs> I, I don't know that to be a fact. Let's go to. And I'm not going to judge the guy. No, based on people go out and they party. Now, that's... Just don't don't be an ass. No wonder Lisa wouldn't go out with you. <laughs> Shut up. But whatever. Shut up. That's the, hold on. That's the stuff that pisses him off. And guess what? We weren't going to do that. We were going to talk to you about comedy, and we were going to try to have you be funny. And it didn't work out for you. Let's talk to dude in the 407. What's up, dude? Hey, guys. I just want to say he's a washed-up has-been, and you guys rock. Of course. You handled that so well. Appreciate it. Of course we did. You know why? We're geniuses, and we have talent. Although you wouldn't have known that listening to the first Who's this guy the on the hotline? Because it sucked. G? There's nobody on the hotline. Oh, he probably just typed something in there. 
Someone here? Yep, I'm here. Who is this? Hey, this is B. What's up, people? I don't know who B. Who, right. Who's B? This is Burton. What's up? What do you? All right, that doesn't mean anything to you. What are you part of the entourage? What are you the turtle? No. No, I'm not part of any entourage. I'm telling you that, listen, you guys just slammed that Dustin Diamond does not support the troops. But listen up, people. He's been there, done it, got the T-shirt, and I support him. And All right, read off more bumper stickers. <laughs> Why is he talking trash about a well-known Iraqi vet, Patrick Garrity? Why is he cursing on the radio? Mm-hmm. I love the improv, and they're fantastic over there, and I'm glad that the shows are already sold out. But this clown, I, I'm livid. Who is he? <laughs> Seriously, who is he? What does he want to talk about? Yeah, I mean, if he had something else, bring it up, but don't swear. Lenny and the butt. Uh, hey guys, I was just wondering if uh, this guy could uh, do a funny bit on a Family Guy episode with some made-up radio show host. I guess I don't know what that means. I think it was supposed to be a weenie in the butt. That was from Family uh, Guy. I don't even know what the ref. I mean, I don't. Hey, we didn't watch it. Sorry. <laughs> All right, let's go to Wild Bill. No, oh, Jesus. Wild Bill, what do you got? I hear finally someone in this segment with talent. <laughs> hey, what's happening? What do you got, Wild? All right, Wild Bill from Sales. Well, <clears throat> I wanted to just call and get an update and see what. Uh, it seems like the guitar thing's dying out, man. No, it's not dying out. Right, put him on hold. He's Jesus. pissed me off too. Stand hey. subject, Gary Colin. Can't handle it right now. Don't push your guitar thing. We're in the middle right now of yelling at Screech. <laughs> don't call up with that. Lance in the 386. Hey, I've seen Lance. I mean, <laughs> I've seen Screeches. Stand up. Yeah. It's absolutely horrible. It's horrific. I mean, here's the thing. I don't want to badmouth the guy. I'm not going to lie to you. I've never seen it before. And he sold out the improv, and maybe that means something because he has a name. All I wanted to do was play a little audio from some guy who's seen him before and talking about how he goes around. And the only Here's what here's what Garrity said. The only reason he sells out places 40 weeks a year is because he has a name. And those are the off weekends for most clubs when it's taking money away from local talents and what Garrity alleges are talented people. I wanted to get him to comment on that. So what does he do? Screeches the blank and I sell out everything and then hangs up. That that son of a bitch called himself Screech before we did. All right, go to break. I have to talk to our phone screen real quick. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. All right, back in the hideout, 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star-1041 on your singular wireless phone. Big shout-out to the guys across the street for listening yeah, and uh, calling the show. That was very smart of you. <laughs> hey there, buddies. Maybe you learned a little something about how to do radio, you pusses. Yeah, it's funny. I saw his name right on the caller ID. Maybe you'll go back and try to recreate that uh, in a production room like you faked the rest of your stuff. <laughs> Talentless hacks. Let's go to you two mother effers are the screeches of radio. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, let's go to uh, Captain Spaulding. Hey. What's up? You know what my sister just gave me? Herpes. 
a polar bear skin. Mm. Pretty good, huh? That was great. It's huge. Again, someone funnier than Dustin <laughs> Diamond calling in. Thank you. How would you like a polar bear skin? Well, go hunting in Alaska. <laughs> Hello? Yeah. Fox Swat Matt brings up the talent. Hey, can I tell you something? Yeah. Yes, you can. Can I tell you something? Absolutely. Sure. I'm a spy. For? Psychiatrist. <laughs> I'm a spy psychiatrist. That's awesome. Hey, Sir Gary. Sir Hello? Gary the Prophet? Hey, y'all tonight. Hey, Gary. Gary, you heard the spy comes in from the calls. I got a polar bear skin rug. No, sir, I haven't. Pardon? I haven't heard that before. A polar? You know what a spy is? Uh, I think so. If he gets a job, he's a psychiatrist, a uh-huh. PSY. Yes, sir. You know what they live on? I don't know. You know what they call... What product they call psyllium seed? I don't know. Metamucil. <laughs> you need that for the war, don't you? Metamucil for the old ladies. You like Metamucil? Uh, not too good. <laughs> yeah, drink that Metamucil. It makes you go puke. Wild Bill, you're joining the party. Who? How you tonight? Pretty good. Join the party. <laughs> hey, what hey, happened, gentlemen? I got to tell you something. It's after ten o'clock. After ten o'clock, do you know? Can you where, call my friend in Canada? And tell him I got a polar bear skin rug. Hey, I got to tell you this. I have a hard on for the hideout. Hard on for the hideout. I have a hard on for the hideout. What kind is it? A P one? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. That would have been great until we had to dump out of the sales guy. <laughs> well, it, we didn't have to dump out of him. We had, yeah. It was kind of a mix of both of them together. That was fun, though. There, that again, more entertaining than Fairy Fabian and Dustin Diamond. Screech. Screech in the four seven. I'm cool, man. Oh, Jesus. I don't know that. Uh. All right. Soft says, you know, it's too bad you burned that beat, uh, that bridge with Screech. Now we won't have the inside track to Urkel, Alf, mm-hmm. and the rest of the world tour <laughs> of the 80s has-beens. <sighs> boy, oh, boy. I was really hoping to have Kimmy Gibbler on, too. I know. Well, maybe you're in a different market. Mm. It's the Hideout Row Radio, 104.1. Oh. With the window crack, holla back, money in the bank. Jigga, I don't like it if it don't blame, blame in the hell with the price. All right, back in the Hideout Row Radio, 104.1, yeah. hour four. Uh-huh. Huh. We have the guys from O-Rock on the line. All right, we can talk to them. What's up, guys? You there? They hang up. What happened? I'm willing to talk to them. You already bitch slapped one guy today. What I happened? S- I saw the the number come up in the ID, and um, they were just like saying like just some random stuff, and I just put them on hold. Hmm. So 
that's what happened. Huh. Let's see. So we have fans that are willing to do their thing with their show, but they don't have anybody who likes them enough to uh, try to come back at us. So it's got to be them. Hmm. All right. Heretics, I don't know what you guys are doing tomorrow night. <laughs> and I'm not telling you one way or another. Just if you're free, um, they want to call the hideout, you know, whatever you want to do. Uh, L. Ross in the 407. What's up, L. Hey, Ross? Don't, don't put those guys on the air. I just ran out of Q-tips. Ah, uh, that's right. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, since tonight seems to be the night for boring, pointless, uh, horrible callers, I uh, just want to know if you guys want to talk to Mrs. L. Ross. <laughs> uh, no, I think once a week is good. Mr. Belding. It's Principal Belding. What's up? I just wanted to let everyone know that that, that douchebag is no way representative of the type of quality students that we produce. Oh. Now you look at Zach Morris, you don't see them having any of these Coke problems. or. Yeah, uh, we don't know about any Coke problems. You can't say that on the air. We alleged, don't alleged Coke Pat problems. Pat Garrity said it. Yeah. I'm going to put that off on him. I don't know what Screech does. I don't pay him that much attention. <laughs> Stop it. What a night. <laughs> I'll admittedly say the first half of the show sucked. And it started getting better with the fat man. And when that begins to happen, you know the show's in trouble. <laughs> when the fat man was there. When we're like, hey, Chunks, like... help us. <laughs> There's been more white powder through his nose than a Dunkin' Donuts. You can't I'm, say that. I'm God damn it, it man. <laughs> Jesus Christ. There's Pepe yelling at him. Hmm. Oh. All right, take us to break. We'll finish the show up in a minute. Side out, Real Radio 104.1. How about that? All right, here we go. We'll apologize to Screech. Oh, we just dumped it. Oops, got to write that in the log. Damn. We were even willing to have you back on and talk it out. We didn't want to yell at you. Hey, Every time. Swearing, swearing, swearing. Look on the bright side, though. The hideout has set a new milestone for the entire real radio station as being the first show to fill up an entire page in one night in a dump log. Bring that over here. Let me look at Very it. proud of you. <laughs> Mostly due to our guest, who somehow mad at us when he could have cost us our careers. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's all tonight? We're working on a second one. Nice. Good for us. I like how one of this is caller. And we should write in there Wild Bill <laughs> from sales. Man, look at that. We did do all that. We have Pedro back. Let's talk to him real quick. Uh, he always is starting trouble for us. <laughs> I don't think Pedro started this. I'm not putting this on Pedro's shoulders. What's up, Pedro? You there? Pedro, you there? He's not there anymore. Hmm. <laughs> Look at this. What? SBK says blank. <laughs> Screech says blank. That was my favorite. Boy, oh boy. There's another thing to be proud of in the hideout. Another milestone. 
People won't keep wanting to know who the chicks are. They're here, our friends from the uh, Melbourne Civic Theater. Um, they're doing uh, Cannibal, the musical, the movie version, coming up. Melbourne Civic Theater, October 12th through the 29th. MySpace.com slash Cannibal at MCT.com. That's complicated. I don't know if anybody's been able to find that. I'm just being honest. Um, all right, now what? Now I'm pissed off that that happened. What? They, they want an apology? Yeah, for what? <laughs> they actually think they're going to get it? That's like you coming in here and punching us twice, and then you getting mad as we try to defend ourselves. And all, all right. the, and all those things being said about alleged habits or whatever, I made it perfectly clear that I don't know what you do and I don't care what you do. Pat Garrity said that. And if you want to know what exactly was said about you unedited, go to OrlandoStandUp.com and find the podcast there, because that's where it was sent to me from. All right. Uh, when we had Dustin Diamond screech on the air, we had him on the prize line. And ever since then, there have been people calling in on the prize line to weigh in on Screech and to defend him. Uh, I don't Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't want to go there now if they're calling up threatening this stupid stuff. I'll be perfectly honest. And I want it documented that now they have been tying up our phone lines for the whole hour. No, they haven't been tying them up. Well, they're there. Hey, line. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. They're tying up the back warm line. Write it down in the log, C-Lane. I want to go ahead and document all this. If they're really going to try to get serious about stuff, I don't want them putting them on the air anymore. I'm not interested. We said what we had to say to them. And I think it's a liability to try to put them on the air again, too, because mm-hmm. of their foul mouths. Why don't you uh, talk to them off the air? All right. Have a little chat with them. You want my mic on or no? No, turn it off. <laughs> and then tell me what happens. Yeah. we got to leave it up for the monsters. He's supposed to call in tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, I wonder how that's going to go now. Hey, uh, Doing them a favor. Hey, Russ, sorry. <laughs> you may... Uh... We, had to, we had to do what we had to do. Bruh. What am I going to ask him about? We tried. Here's what you want. Hank Money sums it up. He was expecting us to kiss his ass, feed his ego. And his ego's hurt. And you know why? Because they were all listening. We were all asking. So he had to sit there on the phone while everyone's standing around him listening to Pat Garrity and what Pat Garrity said about him. But instead of defending himself, he starts cursing. I didn't even say Screech first. He did. Mm-hmm. He'd made some kind of Jesse Spano half-ass joke. We didn't want to bring up Saved by the Bell. Wasn't interested. Unless it was that summer break one. <sighs> no. Where they all worked at that beach house. Don't even know. Mm. So anyway. Did you talk to him? Yeah. What? Uh, um, George. Yes, George. Allegedly, whatever, uh, on line six. Mm-hmm. Whoever was on line six. The line that no regular listeners would get into. Yes, yeah, said mm-hmm. that... Um, uh, Dustin's got a great show. Of course he does. And uh, the line will stop being cleared when we get the other comic on to justify himself. All right, I tell you what, <laughs> Dustin, and I'll, I'll even go so far as to say this, Mr. Diamond, <laughs> if I may, 
tomorrow between your sets, which are already sold out as a testament to your name recognition, already sold out tomorrow at the Orlando Improv. Tell you what. You, you give us 15 minutes. Of non-swearing Dustin Diamond gold. Dustin Lee Diamond. <laughs> whatever your middle name is. And we'll get Pat Garrity on the phone. Mm-hmm. And the two of you can discuss it like rational men. Now, Pat wasn't on the show tonight. No, we had uh, some clip. We had the podcast. So you could you could have even gone so far as to debate the podcast, you which I'm sure him. you could have won. You could have bashed him if you wanted to. It's your chance to fire back at what a lot of people say. So tomorrow, if you would like Mr. Diamond... You and Mr. Garrity can get together, and you can talk it out right here, like men. Tell Fabian to stay away, because <laughs> I don't know who that hack is, and I'm really not interested. We were nice. We pushed his new album or whatever is going to be out. We let him. We, we let, let him plug whatever. Whatever he had going down. So you know. I'm sure it's real different from Usher. <laughs> so let's do that. So if they call back up, Chunks. Well, line six is ringing again. All right, we'll tell them. This is what we're going to do tomorrow. Call them up. Diamond versus Garrity. Tomorrow? If yeah. they want to do it, talk to them. Leave your mic on this time. Hello? Pull pull, pull away from pull away from the... Uh... Yeah. What? <laughs> Who? No, I don't think so. Hello? What's up? What, is it really? Are you putting on a voice or something, man? Or what am I? What is that? Is that voice? Is it? And we didn't. We didn't call you that, dude. You're not, what are you, cussing right now? Cuss all you want? You're not in the air? What are you going to piss me off? I cuss like a sailor. You're not in the air, man. What are you doing? No, dude. Who are you, who's he talking to? I don't know, but this, Who are you talking to, real quick? Is this really, are you really from the improv, or... We've been getting no, we've been getting a lot of prank calls in this line. Some guy that's claiming he's from the improv, I guess. I don't believe it. Ooh. No. And if it is, we never said a damn thing about the improv. We, we told them they're love awesome. We the improv. So. Improvorlando.com. Love them. This is really you. Oh, give me, give me, give me your phone number then. Chunks is taking his phone number. Slower than that, man. What is it? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, they're giving him a 407 number. That's oh, fine. No. We did listen. We did nothing. I'll make it perfectly clear. We didn't do anything wrong. Oh, no, I'm gonna call, not you, too. I'm gonna call you in the line, all right, dude? Chunks is gonna call him back. <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> what was that now? It's uh, he says he was he was from the improv mm-hmm. over there, and he's like, I love you guys all, but like, please, and apologies, like he's gonna. Blow the whole deal, please. That's all I want is like a simple apology or else I, you know, I something. 
I don't know. If he blows the whole deal, it's not our fault. He's in violation of his contract with them. What did we do? We didn't do anything. I don't know. We did. What did we? <laughs> I just got a message from Tommy. I can't leave for one goddamn day. No, you can't. It all goes up in flames when you leave, Tommy. Hey, see, I'm putting Rammstein for the hell of a <laughs> All right, hold on a second. All right, here. Just kidding. Listen, do it. listen, hold on. Yeah. And I don't want this to seem like I'm being a puss. And I'm not. But I'm going to say this. Out of respect for the Orlando Improv and the Orlando Comics. The hideout apologizes. Hold on a second. To Dustin Diamond. Huh? Now, hold on. For two seconds. Now, mark my words. Go back and listen to that tape, because it'll be on the podcast. And we'll see who did what and who owes who an apology. But out of the respect for the Orlando Improv and our local comics, I will apologize. I'm not backing down to anybody. I don't want the improv to get screwed. I want to make it perfectly clear that I am being the stand-up guy here. Even though Dubs doesn't want to, and I know you're probably pissed. Do what you got to do, bro. I'm doing what I got to do for the improv, to be perfectly honest with you. Mm-hmm. I still don't think we did anything wrong. And if you got offended, I apologize. But I don't want the the improv to end up being screwed. Because the guy's a fan of the show. Mm-hmm. And I don't want him losing out on any revenue this weekend. But I will say that, you know what, man? That was really hack. That was really hack, Diamond. Coming in here. We try to talk to you about something. And you get your panties in a wad. <laughs> and you freak out. And you start threatening a local business. Wow. So out of the respect for the local business, I'm going to offer that apology. And that's it. For the sake of the Orlando Improv. This isn't over. <laughs> By any stretch of the imagination. First Kathy Griffin, now Screech. <laughs> we have all the D-list. Stay tuned tomorrow as we piss off Justine Bateman. <laughs> I'm telling you now, and that uh, pisses me off. Can't wait for our uh, war with the baby from dinosaurs. Not the mama. <laughs> Out of respect for the improv, that's what the apology was for. And I tell you what, if you don't perform at the improv, wait till Monday.
if you end up screwing our buddies over there. Because they're good people. And they're just trying to make a buck. And you know what's interesting? So is so are you. That's why we talk to you. Come in here and push your gig. Let's make it interesting. Let's make good radio. Weren't interested. What were you interested in? Plugs. Plugs for you, plugs for your website, plugs for your buddy and his band. Like we cared. You could have done it. Just be cool. You were number two on ONA's worst interviews. Congratulations, you're number one best for ours. <laughs> I don't know if there's one that's gone better, <laughs> entertainment-wise. Ah, oh, great. Now we're going to get the attack calls tomorrow from Scott Bayo. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Uh-oh, there goes the Buddy Lembeck line. Damn it. Wake up with the monsters of the morning. Let's see if he calls tomorrow. Shannonburg Middays, Phillips Fall in the Afternoon. Hideout back at 7. Don't be ashamed to entertain. Listen to the Hideout on Road Radio 104.1. Be somebody always stuck good. Question everything, stay classy. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. Break me once, shame on you. Break me twice, shame on me. Oh, yeah. Don't forget, tomorrow, hideout happy hour. Tell you what, Diamond and Fabian, come out to the Matador on Pine Street. It's right uh, in the same neighborhood as the Improv. I'll buy you a drink. We can talk it out like men there. Maybe Garrity will come out and we can have a nice little round table. That's at 5 at the Matador tomorrow. Details on hideoutheretics.net and realradio.fm. All right, now, for real, 5,000. 5,000. Right, 5,000.